Anyway, welcome to What's Korean Cinema, episode 10. I'm your host, Stuart Sullen. Joining me is the easiest of A's, me. Andrew Walker, Flamin' Andy. Fuck you. <laughs> That's how you proclaimed yourself at the last episode. I proclaimed myself the out. You called yourself Flamin' Andy Walker at the end of our Still Pigeon episode. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking lie. Well, you fucking done some editing to all the fucking things. And Trevor from Mass Moves Live UK. Hello. Hello. How do you? I'm a wee bit hard off at you, actually. Oh. Oh, uh, it's can I, I just want to bring this up nice early. Your lovely host recommended um, oh. I listen to a certain podcast um, about a man with glasses and a man with facial hair. I'm not going to plug anybody else's podcast, mm-hmm. right? And listening to it today, and I got a spoiler for um, Hell's Kitchen, which is on right now. Um, but if you want it, you want it to wait till the end. So, there's my dog house. Oh, well, I, I do apologise. He's probably should have started with the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Although I did recommend the 21st one to you. You did, actually. You sent me that one. That one. This yeah. is good. If you like this trailer, like the rest of them. Yeah, what the spoilers? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> if you're not all fucking tight in the knickers about cookery shows, maybe you should watch this episode. Aye, <laughs> aye. I should have said that to you, I do apologise. <laughs> I think it's just you like spoiling things for people. <laughs> Un- unintentionally. <laughs> Playing a game that he's completed, he texts me, oh yeah, the bit with the dragon. <laughs> oh, dragon. <laughs> you fucking asshole. There's a fucking dragon in this. Oh, dragon, I played Ramsay's goal. What? <laughs> <laughs> <I> just wait. <laughs> Anyway, today we are focusing on Park Chan-wook's Revenge Trilogy, and to warn you, we will spoil these films, so please watch the movies before proceeding with this episode. Come on, let me spoil it this time, eh? Aye, we're allowed to spoil them. Yeah, so right. Yes, we've now given people the warnings. We could do that on every fucking episode. About the dead child, the guy that fucked his daughter, and the angry lady that killed people. <laughs> What's the wrong films? <laughs> Brilliant start. Yeah, maybe, but then I was like, oh shit, what? <laughs> so, first movie right. is Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance from 2002. Right. Plot is a recently laid off factory worker kidnaps his former boss's daughter, hoping to use the ransom money to pay for his sister's kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. Disney happen. Next film. <laughs> <laughs> So, we'll just take it to you, Andy. What did you think in three words or less? It was okay. <laughs> you didn't sit and think how many words it was. <laughs> but, alright, what did you think? It's alright. The least favourite of the three for me. Alright. Less, there wasn't very much. I hate films where there's no talking. Just like Drive. Was there prolonged silences? I know, right. Don't talk about Bushman! <laughs> <laughs> you talk about Bang No, I just, just didn't like it as much as the other two. And now you you got your viewing order a little mixed up, so that was definitely the first one you watched. Definitely. Aye, aye. Yeah. Okay. And what I'm noticing here, was that the first of you watching that one? No. No, I haven't. You'd shown me that before, but that was when I didn't really care. 
Oh, <laughs> lovely. So you just tuned out for two hours. Is that I shoot? Amazing. No, that was just when you were in the show me in all the best bits of films, and then you finally start showing me the films. Ah, right. All these boring bits in between the bits you usually show me. So. Ah, when I just used to do highlight reels. Yeah. When I was converting people. Just make it through that comes to Spoiler, by the way, Andy. And well, you've already seen it's going to be uh, spoiled. No, I'm talking about like like ten years ago when I showed you for the first time. This book gets his ankle cut. It's like, what about the context? Like, don't worry. <laughs> well, I show you something. This book gets his ankles cut. Um. <laughs> 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 There's fucking an hour and fifty minutes before it fucking Trevor, what do you think? Uh, with three words or ah, no, it's just him. You like keep um, him on a leash. This is. Uh, my second favourite actually of the trilogy. Yeah. Um, first watch it, it was it's hard hitting. It's, mm-hmm. un- it's just unforgiving, and you're kind of like, well, who who's I root for here? Because <laughs> it kind of kind of struggles halfway through, and you're like, oh right. Because mm-hmm. um, as I said, how unlucky can somebody be? Blue hair thief, mm-hmm. sister needs a kidney. If it doesn't rain, it pours, mm-hmm. and just just gets worse for her. Mm-hmm. I was felt the same. Like it's just like a, a heartbreaking story. Like, you're kind of hoping everything's gonna work out fine, but like this uh, is Korean cinema. It's, it won't. No, <laughs> so, I if I had to rate, I'd again I, I think I'm on the fence between that one and Lady Vengeance. Like which one? I, I kind of rate one higher than the other. Mm. I'm on the middle ground with that. I think maybe by the end of. Talking about probably that's why it seems to be a bit more hard hitting than, than Lady Vengeance. I think we might all be the same opinion where mm-hmm. old boy is kind of it's like the Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. of the, the trilogy. Like it's just Fred Starman. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is he's probably I think he's it wouldn't have been his first film, would it? It would have just been his first film in the trilogy. Yeah, aye. So you can see he's accomplished, and I think it's just, it's just something that a lot of Western audiences aren't used to. As you kind of got your your protagonist and. They're quite clearly set out like, hey, mm. you're the good guy, and you're going to do good things. You're the bad guy, and you're going to do bad things. But mm. with us, it's like, mm. just depends on the circumstances, you know. Yeah. It's like, that's what kind of ah, yeah, exactly. just, It's just a brilliant, it's just so hard to watch. You're like, oh, shit, what the hell do I look for? That? Mm-hmm. So, that's why, and I think that even kind of is more prevalent than what you get in Lady Vengeance as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I'll briefly go over the cast for this one um, for the main cast we've got Song Kang-ho as Park Dong-jin uh, Shin Ha-kyun as Ryu and uh, 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 Duna Bay as uh, Che Young-mi Ryu's sisters uh, played by Aim Ju Yin and the little lassie uh, Yu Sun is played by Han Bo Bae <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I finish saying the word Bobby, I can say oh. And Bobby. And Bobby. <laughs> so, yes, um, it is. Um, is that the Asian version of Hans the Glass Combat? Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay. <laughs> so, aye, um, it does feature Song Kang Ho, who is like probably near the second powerhouse of Korean cinema next to like. Lee Byung Hun at the moment. I was I was gonna say Choi Min Sik, but he's not really went international yet. But we'll see uh, Song Kang Ho and Snowpiercer. 
starring alongside Captain America on a train. Good point, man. Captain America's good. <laughs> Alright, Chris Evans, yeah. not the ginger one. <laughs> yeah. so you, you like Chris Evans better than like um, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's not that I like him, I just feel like the films he plays do exist. <laughs> I'm the one to drive. Drive just That's hit me off any other film needs. That is another podcast for another time. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I, like, now that we've kind of covered the basics, like, what of the more spoilerish content in, like, in the second half? You've not went out of the plot. I have. Did you? Mm-hmm. When? At the beginning of the episode. Sorry. Aye. That so. Did it play with the screwdriver? Mm. There we go. <laughs> Smash. So, yeah. Um, what did you think of, like, basically the torture stuff? When, like, Park Dungeon was basically found out that his. Or maybe we should talk more about the girl dying first. Like, right, they kidnapped the wee lassie. Mm. The sister discovers that. They've kidnapped her. They're not just babysitting, and she kills herself in the bath. Mm-hmm. And he's burying her in the under the stones. Aye, that is what he always said. Like the, the wee lake, they'd always play that when they were wee. Mm-hmm. He was burying her there, and the girl the girl gets spooked by the the weird death or dumb kid that shows up, scares oh. her. What went through that? Anyway? Well, it's it's strange because both him and the Chinese delivery dude, like in one of the later torture scenes, they'll just take it out, the guy shows up and he kills him. Those two dudes, the Chinese delivery guy is uh, Ryu Sungwan, the director of the Berlin file, mm-hmm. and the deaf guy is his brother, who's the bad guy in the Berlin file. <laughs> so I they were just <laughs> pals of the director and they were on set at the time, so mm-hmm. they just got put into the movie. Mm-hmm. But it does seem very weird just for the guy, like. For a fully, is it body capable or what the term is like the guy isn't disabled but he's acting disabled just like Addy can what the reason is why this dude showed up disabled Italy obviously oh, just, like like sure he could just be like a guy that just wants I don't know I guess why would a normal person want to steal a necklace off a sleeping child but yeah. so maybe it had to have something with like a child like. Thing where you just see something shiny and you're yeah. trying to poke it with a stick. Maybe you're just making a handicap. Yeah. Aye. So, what were you looking for to begin with? I was talking, I was getting her in there. Yeah. Getting her in there. So, I. Handicapping like, me. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> handicap on the screen side of dating. <laughs> but, aye, um, with like the last, like, just that there's a lot, like, the way they edited it, there's a lot of just him uh, building the rock, well, the rock pile yeah. around. Cutting back to the girl. Aye, it was just like still water then it's all like it looks like she was swimming, but then realised oh she couldn't be swimming. Mm. And then it just cuts that horrible shot of her like just floating in the water and it's just half her face is under the water and the other half is up and it's, it's just <laughs> staring. Nah, no, just staring out at you like the, the shot's holding for too long. Cut cut away, cut away. It's just like unnerving just this dead child staring at you. No, you used to had something that no, you someone that ghost took the films. But I used left something behind. So like in this film, like the last year on like he cuddled him and all the water's dripping on the floor. Mm-hmm. But when the policeman came to get him and went out of the house because it was empty, the water was on the floor. 
Right. So there's no logic in the one with only mm. like who's a you or is there a margin in it? I could add I was saying maybe like there's basically just highlight like there's a, he's mean because at that point was he kind of on the mission to find the captors and Oh, right, for the private investigator. I thought it was like a, a friend for his work that could probably like find these people out. <laughs> but I and obviously had to sell pretty much everything so to. Mm-hmm. One of the things I loved about that was how both of them uh, knew exactly like they were basically stalking to kill each other and they were both at each other's houses waiting for each other to come home. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're just sitting there waiting and then it cuts to him doing the exact opposite on the other side of town. And it's mm. like there's still little, just I guess, dark humour slipped uh. in there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of has a good sort of counterpoint to the way you've got like, the, the image of a dead child staring at you for mm. however long. And I don't know if you've ever noted that down there, but the torture scene is... Yeah, that's I think that's possibly one of the hardest hitting images in the entire trilogy. I'm quite surprised he didn't kind of take it one step further with the other two because mm. that I'll, I'll let you kind of talk that in a moment, but it really aye, and still gets me. It's and it's strange. It's it's all it's sort of like left to your imagination in the sense that uh, Duna Bay has like got the blanket over her. So like I guess even like Song Kang Ho's character doesn't want. To see maybe like a contorted face as yeah. he's. Well, I think it get sort of <clears throat> lets him remain or retain a bit of his humanity in a way Aye. that doesn't completely 100% demonise him. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously he's going crackers, eh? he's like lost his daughter. And, um, I think that is that's there just as a decent device so he's mm-hmm. not, not going to be a total fucking beast. Thankfully, mm-hmm. Lance shows up as well. Aye, and she just has a, she just pisses herself and just like. That's that's the one thing that got me like ah, yeah. it's just when you just see that trickle of years. Like, like yeah. It's like a and I guess like that that just like it kind of adds that more realism mm-hmm. to like that will probably easily happen in that situation, somebody being oh. tortured just flush everything out. And, uh, and it's just a tough scene. Mm-hmm. It's not like probably other films where Lee Byung Hung's just oh like Donnie Yen when it was Legend of the Fist. And he was being electrocuted, but he just had his shirt off, and he just looked like he was sweating. He was just <laughs> taking it. It was like realism. Then it's just popcorn, yeah. like a blockbuster, oiled up dude. <laughs> like, is that all you got? <laughs> just throw more oil on him. But um, one of the things that always threw me when I first watched it, I was n- never entirely sure the whole deal with the organ harvesters, like. The whole like basically, I picked up wrong to begin with. Like uh, he went, got the kidney thing done, thing done, got rid of his kidney, and then it cuts them back at the doctors and saying, "Oh, we've got the kidney." I thought this was part of this deal, but I didn't realize they basically ripped uh, them off. He paid them money plus his kidney, kidney to get a kidney that would work for his sister. Aye, and then of course in the next scene says, "Oh, we haven't found this a kidney. This is such a rare occasion." Right. And then it's a case of, "Do you have the ten million for the operation?" Oh, like, isn't that it's like, um, what's wrong? You've still got that money, haven't you? Also, so 
Uh, it was, it was, it was like this dude's just. <laughs> what was the point of me even being like that? Eh? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Sorry, Stuart. <laughs> Why should he even fucking bother? Eh? <laughs> you can tell you what my money was in the edit, though. Strange music, a really like any kind of ballad, maybe a thing that kind of put you off it. Like, there's other films have very strong musical influences on it, and whereas this one, it's like Fox just making sounds of sheets and metal, and mm. it's just like really weird abstract sounds, or it's just all these weird, and you're it kind of it, at first, like when. Like you watch these and you go back and say, right, waiting for the violin, waiting for the orchestra. They're like, mm-hmm. what, what's going on here? This is. I, well, it's it's a, it's a strange choice to go with, but. but like, if you kind of, I mean, go go way back to like this, where like the big Texas Chainsaw, yeah, and Toby Hooper, they were kind of like the ones who they kind of went away from music and. Right. If you watch someone on anything without music, it is it's, there's something missing. And I think with that, whether or not he's he's maybe been influenced by that wee bit of like that sort of grindhousey kind of Western horror, mm-hmm. um, if that sort of because someone like that will, will transpose any boundaries regardless of language or culture, uh-huh. and it is it's someone that immediately is unsettling. Eh? Just if it's not like, and I think that maybe that's what makes the next two a wee bit more palatable mm-hmm. is the fact that you've got like the comfort of the music there behind. Yeah. Um, like these horrible scenes of violence, whereas with us, it's like it is, it's just it's underlined, man. Just it, mm-hmm. it doesn't apologize for anything that's like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking bear's gonna die, you know, it's a fucking kidney, <laughs> and you've got blue hair, and you're corned beef, <laughs> and that's what that's what you have to love about it. Eh? Mm. And then terrorists show up. Aye, that's, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, I was like during that torture scene, it was like, I'm a member of a terrorist organization. I was like, My men will find you and kill you. It's like, Shut up, eh? <laughs> and then it, it goes on to another really scene that just like kind of choked me up in a sense, like where uh, Ryu goes to the apartment, finds all the police hanging about, and yeah. goes back in the elevator, and they've just propped her body up. Uh, in the elevator, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're sitting, and of course, like he's just. He's sitting there bleeding. Ah, he's try bleeding. Trying to cover, stop the blood coming. Mm, and then the blanket falls down on the gurney beside mm. him. And he just sees, not yeah. the barbecued remains, but. Yeah, he sees who it is. Ah, he sees his woman just dead beside him. And it's like, like this film's tough. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tough film. I'm trying to wrap my brains for like Mary Vengeance, but. Elevator scene are featured quite heavily, and if you notice between this and Old Boy, mm-hmm. I think you've got one of the you didn't see a lot happening in one of the scenes, but that's how one of the films ends up, and you kind of got whether or not he likes these sort of maybe the position of like confined spaces, aye, aye. sort of like feeling quite claustrophobic, so. mm, possibly. And like, even for that, like, how many fucking fuck did they fit in that elevator as well? <laughs> <laughs> like surrounded by police officers, quietly bleeding. Like, shh. And so. No, this is I dead sister and now dead bird. Oh, <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. I'm getting all mixed up, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but I, of course, like the whole reason I did was bleeding because he took revenge on organ yeah. dealers and and like a fucking vicious attack. That was some badass shit, right? Like yeah. they mentioned in the trivia, I think someone did it with like obviously uh, they made the deal and he found out their location and he walks past and then he runs up and strikes them. Mm-hmm. Supposedly all the cast and crew were told it was right. You're just going to walk past, and then he's going to just nip in behind them. But supposedly between the two guys, they thought, right, you walked in the corridor, run back, and just whack me with the bat. It was like, nobody was expecting him to just run back and then jump up and go, whoosh, <laughs> and just leather the dude with that bat. And then it's, it's even crazy in the sense, like, sure, it opens up and it finds, like, the other dude sitting porking the, whoever kidney they're taking out the day. Yeah. The mum's sitting there pumping herself with the drugs. And it... The neck. So, and I kind of felt a wee bit sorry in a sense that when the woman kind of revealed that it's her son's, like he's killed and it's it's just her. Mm -hmm. But even like when the police get to the scene and they reveal that all their kidneys seem to have been removed and like he basically ate, ate all, like I guess that's his sort of revenge, you stole my kidney. Screwed me over, right? I've killed you, taken all your kidneys and eaten them. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, that is one of like, the more brutal scenes. How, how was it they killed the cinnamon brother? He uh, punched him in the neck with his uh, scalpel or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, that would be the big one. Uh, and of course, he pulls it out and like he covers his neck. It's the, the normal thing. Like, oh, no, it, it was a screwdriver. That was in it. Right. It's in an arm and he didn't take it out. And is that no when he turns and goes, Mom? I think he looks at his attic and I, I had a, sh- a thought where he just turns around and looks at him. That's probably says, you turning into your mom. I text like, right, don't, <laughs> don't let me play with screwdrivers, Mom. <laughs> I'd like a neck yeah, brace for my birthday. Shite well. shite ah, maybe that was a detail I never picked up on. Yeah, there's a kind of fixed on that when he was lying there. Consumed him his body when he was dragging the other brother down the stairs. Aye. Mm. And there was a shite lot of dude smeared in his fucking leg. Ah. Oh well. I guess that would happen in that situation yeah, as well. Well, the deck was only a shite for that, like, is it? Aye. So, um, I guess really, like, the, that last, the last few scenes towards the end, like, where, eh, uh, Park Dong Jin's got on Ryu taking them out to the lake and it's just like that scene where they're in the like the lake talking to each other and it's like mm-hmm. you, you know why I have to kill you because I, I, I could never understand like, no I know you're a good guy but aye, you, you understand why I have to kill you aye for all the stuff that's happened mm-hmm. like I can't let you away with this mm-hmm. and uh, then like, I felt like this is when it, it has its first wee sort of arty influence when it's got like that aerial shot looking down and it's just the the cut arm, like the cut with the Achilles tendons mm. and that, and it's just the walk, just the blood's just flowing out but as they're walking. And it's just like I think this is him maybe getting his idea of maybe just being an arty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it is like very cinematic in the sense that just that effect happened, and even like with the dude, like his the, the choice of hairstyle, like how he's got this blue hair and. It's just like in the scene where even he looks quite blue in the water and he's wearing like contrast with like the red jacket and it's 
and they were talking about like obviously when Ryu got captured by Park Don Jin where he was pretending to sleep in the apartment yeah. and had cool. basically the car battery wired up to the door <laughs> and oh it's just horrifying it's when he grabs it and then it instantly goes limp but he's rigid to the door ah. and he opens the door and the boy just comes in with it and just takes hook of him and he just starts beating the fuck at him and they've mentioned that in trivia sites like IMDB and things like that and they're saying no, they didn't have the biggest budget and they couldn't do all the special effects I think the only one real use of CG I saw was during the, the guy getting revenge on organ donors like punched him with a screwdriver it was like a CG screwdriver because it just looked really out of place when, what, when, I, when I saw that scene I've no, I've no, I watched it in streaming so like that was like the only thing I kind of noticed, but they're saying they just didn't have the budget for that. So when they were scrapping, they were basically just punching fuck out each other, mm. and it was to the point where uh, Park Dong Jin beat up Ryu that much, and they had to like cancel shoots because they were taking photos for the posters the next day, and his face had just basically all swollen up because mm. basically the beating that he took. So and I I think it was even in since that. Obviously, the actor wasn't happy that he, the fact that he had the fucking shit kicked out of him mm-hmm. for this. And there, there's notes saying uh, Song Kang Ho basically reached out and offered a drink to the guy because he didn't expect him to turn it that bad after beating him. Mm-hmm. And it does seem quite a lot like they kind of pulled their pieces with this film. Even like Donna Bay uh, got injured when she was. Um, like one of the earlier scenes when she finds out he spent the money on the kidney and he's lost his kidney and he's chasing her across the bedroom he accidentally knees her in the face in an outtake really? and like she went kind of had a wee hissy but she couldn't she didn't want to talk she just wanted to sit and cry and it's like I didn't want to say man up to them but probably not much the film was made on the budget of four million um, I, I never know where websites like Box Office Mojo, they always come up and just say 4 million estimated. So I'm guessing. Aye. Yeah. So outside of that, uh, domestic, it took in uh, 45,000. So I reckon if that's in a sense, if they're thinking domestic as in South Korea, it took this much, then worldwide is the rest because they're saying a worldwide box office for it, it took in 1.9 million, so obviously not a huge success, but mm-hmm. imagine trying to filter that out, I, I think after Old Boy, of course, he was more bankable at that point, yeah. when it was sympathy for Mr. Vengeance even before, and mm-hmm. unless you'd seen things like Joint Security Area and other films of his beforehand, I doubt it would have got much overseas press and things mm-hmm. like that. That's what I was looking for, even domestic. Mm. Aye. Was that $45,000? Mm-hmm. That was it. But that's what I'm saying, in Korea. I'm guessing, I'm thinking that would just be in South Korea, where, like, obviously, a, a, a domestic in America would probably be more, like, obviously, big for American films and that. But mm-hmm. um, I reckon if it was just maybe that choice of film, because. Uh, uh, Park Chan Wook was given, like they, they said, carte blanche after making Joint Security Area, which was like one of the most successful films for 
South Korea, they basically said, right, here's like here's your money, make whatever you want. And he was itching to make like a vengeance movie, and he couldn't find anything he wanted, so he went and basically picked up the idea of Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, a script that he started before doing Joint Security Area. Mm-hmm. So basically he thought, right, that's his project, and he spent like basically the next 20 hours completing the script for that film in one sitting. He just sat, knocked the film out, and made that his next movie. So I don't know how, I don't know if it is just like maybe even Korean audiences weren't ready for dark, vengeful oh, cinema. Korean mm-hmm. like, was fashion there. Possibly, because it's usually more or less like North versus South, war movies and mm-hmm. I guess romantic comedies and dramas. Mm-hmm. But um, going back about this, the origin, the title for this film, in Korean it's Bonsan in Nai Yok which basically translates to vengeance is mine. Mm. No, revenge is mine. And from his other films, not, none of them translate to anything more meaningful. But for this, I thought, just like, fuck it, I'll translate the Korean just to see what it says, expecting mm. it just to say sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. But I thought revenge is mine. It's like, that's actually pretty, pretty good. Mm. Like, mm-hmm, like, that's a good translation. I think where this sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, like, that's almost a, I think it's more of an arty, Tight on it, like revenge is mine. Is is kind of like that's pretty badass, but it's 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 sort of B movie ish. Ah, it's like Charles Bronson Death Wish ish. Whereas sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is like, oh, this sounds elegant. Why would (laughs) he sympathise with the the man who wants all the? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just tell me which one's Mr. Vengeance. They're all fucking (laughs) bastards. (laughs) So, um, what other notes do I have scribbled in here? Actually. You got any points you'd like to bring up? Um, we kind of skipped over like the, the three boys masturbating. <laughs> the lean in tower. The lean in tower of jizz. Before you even know what was going to be happening in the film, mm. it's a bit like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It always sort of threw me that I remember the first time I'd seen it, I was like, what's going on? It was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like, what are masturbating to? And you hear sort of like these noises, and then it turns out. Just really in pain. Ah, it's a really ill girl rolling <laughs> around. Because just before that, they have to like look up to the roof and there's somebody shouting. So they look to one wall and there's like a woman getting battered by a man. And then the wall next to them is fucking naked and still getting wasted. Fucking wanking. No one, I'm sure one of them's got a picture of naked women stuck. Taped <laughs> t- t- to the back of one of the other guys' head. See, I would hate to be the cunts in the middle. <laughs> oh. I would, I would, I'm just imagining whatever they're standing on, if it just collapsed and they would just fall onto each other. Just, just <laughs> a massive, just like, like, I don't know, it's like jizz, all of jizz. Everywhere. Just a dog pile of... <laughs> <laughs> And it was, it's like, it's quite funny then, it's just a really ill woman rolling around. Yeah. And then it just reveals, like, obviously, Ryu's sitting there completely just unaware. He's just trying to chuck shit out. And it's just like always that thing you kind of like sympathize with, with people, like deaf people, where like they, that is probably just like your thing, like the, mm-hmm. their day to day, and like they're probably doing something in the background, some. A sibling's rolling in pain. Masturbation. It's not really a film you you feel good after watching it. Kind of, it's it is, it's an emotional mm. slog, like. And mm. yeah, if you're feeling down, then you watch it. It's like wow. That that was always in like I'm pretty. I wonder if this was the last of the trilogy I watched. Because I like I was knowing we had a 
the old website is HKT UK. And we had like the forums and the lockbox when old boy kicked off, Fox brought up sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and I was always asking how is it and people said that it is a depressing film. Yeah. And I was at like that young age like, Oh, I don't want depression <laughs> And so I just stayed far clear of that movie for years. You you do get that though with a lot of yeah, it just it sort of depends on what other people think and if you do kinda of, oh it's, it's hard going, it's hard going. Yeah. Um, yeah. just you do kinda of get that light there. I was like, am I like tough enough to take? Like, am I emotionally strong enough to watch this movie? It's like, is my mom gonna come in the room late and just find me broken on the floor crying? <laughs> like everyone's bad. Why is my mom here? Sympathy for me, the viewer. <laughs> Sympathy for Mr. Viewer. Uh, I'd watch it again, likes, but still, no in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those ones though. It's like you. It's not something you want to rush back and watch, but mm-hmm. it's not because it's bad, it's just that it kind of... Aye. It does, like, and it just it shows that kind of regardless of how much money you've got, what's wrong with your vengeance? It's, it's not good. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing good going to come of it. Mm-hmm. And actually, staying on the subject, seeing it for the first time, when did you first get a hold of this, Trevor? Uh, this it was through like a, an artificial eye. Um, DVD, I think it was, I got it on, but it was after, uh, this was like the second one that I'd seen. Um, no, I, I, I get weird figures popping in my head. I, that was that distribution label. Yeah. Um, so it was, it, it was the old boy that introduced me to Aye. Um, Clark, Clark Chandler, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say his name, but I don't want to offend <laughs> I, I guess changed um, a bit all the time. So. Clark Chandler, Clark, what's your name? Should be yeah. Clark Chandler. Um, <laughs> 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 to your mother. <laughs> So I was, I had my introduction and then I, again, he's like, oh, so what's this one like then? And, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, other than that, for awards, 2003 uh, Fantasia uh, Film Festival, it picked up Best Asian Film, beating films such as uh, Bang Rajang from Thailand and uh, The Warrior, another South Korean, uh, Musa The Warrior. Mm. So I've done those films for Best Asian. Most depressing as fuck film. Yep. <laughs> and strangely enough, at the Philadelphia Film Festival, I got the jury award for Best Film. Nice. Yeah. What was that up against? I didn't tell you. I looked. I didn't, didn't show you the other nominations. Yeah. So. Uh, Every year they have the film that sometimes gets AIDS. <laughs> like, oh, shit, this is not depressing until It's our like AIDS. Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Awards. <laughs> So this one, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's like the golden tom. <laughs> uh, other than that, internet's reactions to Mr. Vengeance, IMDb rated it 7.7 out of 10 based on 30,732 votes. And Rotten Tomatoes rated it 55% rotten. Fuck. Oh, fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes. So man. it's, but uh, that's based on 29 fresh reviews to 24 rotten. So I think in how there's more fresh than rotten, but mm, if that's that's the effect of the percentage. Fuck rotten tomatoes. We do it every week for the podcast, and sometimes you look at it and you fucking, honestly, am I watching, a, am I reading a bunch of 17 year olds reviewing it? Mm. Yeah, look at this guy from 206, it's amazing. It's 100% <laughs> fresh. Fuck off, man. This needs to be higher. That's a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm most upset about that. 
you know, I'm surprised there, there's probably just notes saying like not enough deaf people having sex. Uh, like another IMDb note of first sex scene to ever feature sign language. Nice. Was it? Again, you were only looking at the hands, like, but. <laughs> <laughs> then why isn't the rock in there having sex with a deaf girl? Yeah, that would have been totally out of pressure. Shut the back, you're she could hear. <laughs> <laughs> she could hear what the rock was cooking. <laughs> God, take me now. Anyway, I think we have pretty much. No, there's one thing. Yes? Again, you noticed that it was. Like every time he spoke, it cut away to like just a black screen with what he was saying. It's so sort of like a silent movie type of oh, thing. When somebody like talks, it cuts talk. the black screen oh, with the white text. So yeah, but there was like very rarely a bit of times that he spoke. When he did yeah. speak, it cut away to just a black screen and came up with three and subtitles of what he actually said. Aye, and the yeah. English, it was always like a question or something. It wasn't like a back and forth conversation, oh. but it was always some sort of questioning. Yeah. Ah, I get exactly like another one into a circle. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, do think well, about movies. <laughs> what would Christian Bale say? Uh, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> you. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, we are done. Yeah. Thanks da, 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 da. Yeah, let's look at the black screen. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> And um, old boy coming up after the break. Break. So, uh, hopping back on to Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance for just a couple more minutes. Obviously, the. Oh, I have to do another thing you forgot. Go ahead. The other employee. The other disgruntled employee who tried to suicide himself. Oh, which yeah. Which is a hell mini party in a hell pub where he tried to save the son. And then he died, so you don't remember. Aye, that was like. It, it just kind of showed you the, the breaking down of Park Don Jin, like. Yeah. So like, you cared for him at the start, and then once he got his revenge, you didn't you? Aye, because they went to the house, and it was just like... It they all died of starvation, basically. Yeah. But there was loads of food. Surrounded by food, <laughs> dead. There was like fresh food for everybody. There was like a... <laughs> clearly a blind family. Yeah. <laughs> with no sense of smell. Just looking. Ah, the guy Stanley went across his stomach with a... Ah, with a box cutter, and uh, then just a slow reveal of the blood pissing through, and... It was like that strange moment where he got uh, his hand slashed trying to pull the knife off him. Mm. And then there's like a reflection moment towards the end, I the think. Very end where you really start mm-hmm. talking about. And obviously it's like the continuation uh, Duna Bay's character's uh, threat of, a, of this terrorist organisation. Yeah. And once Park Dungeon had chopped up Ryu and put him in his bags mm. and then just a wee jeep pulls up and all these smoking men come out <laughs> and just stab him in the fucking chest yeah. and it, for the look of the fucking knife it seemed to struggle like they were just I, I reckon if it's just like they use some fucking real feeling sounds like when it's just like it seems brutal with each fucking stab 
mm. and they were just just punching him in the chest with this knife and then they pinned the letter to him and the worst thing is like they pinned the letter upside down so he's sitting there furiously trying to bend his head <laughs> reading what it says upside down with <laughs> And they're like, oh, come on. Like, it's just it was an unexpected ending because the, even the police fucking rubbished that fucking claim. Aye. Said she was the only one in the fucking mm-hmm. And it was more, it was like all this sort of left wing activist thing where she's like, get rid of American products. Mm. Fuck America. Be a creator. And it was like, is this the director's special feelings? Like, nah, he's just done a film in full kidney. Nah. <laughs> no, there was all that, you know, that bit where the police were filming and she tried to escape to North Korea. She got so caught. It's like, it's like sideways, like, hey, fuck America, all of the money. Love America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube money. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean this game. I've never even heard that voice speak. Do you want to use a, like, a big Mastodon American mark? Do we? Huh? Um, Sitting on top of a nuke. <laughs> 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 just kidding, I'm always happy with that. Um, <laughs> I know you just proper anti American and then once he became. Famous, and then he's on like America's Got Talent. YouTube <laughs> sensation. Yeah. Hey, let's live America. Good thing fucking was it like one fifth of the world's population seen his video or something like that. I, I, <laughs> it was creepy like how that ten over the world. Like, I was in Athens and there was Japanese businessmen just dance, I dancing Gangnam style outside and like <laughs> Greece. I was like, it's, it's gone to Greece. <laughs> Phone back home. I just hear the music playing in the background. Virus. <laughs> Contagion. <laughs> music. But, aye, that was really one of the last we notes. Uh, obviously, one of these characters here, like, amongst the smoking men, yeah. is, like, it's the dude with the, the black mole on his face. Um, and his name is O Guang Rock. And he has this strange, rock, strange connection in the sense where he is the last person you see in sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. But he is the first person you see in Old Boy. Yes. Other than all the main characters, of the main characters, you see him first. No, the, the police station. Where you sort of sat and like. The very. No, the no, very. No, when he's. Like, you zoom the, into him, what he's like, cover out his face and he goes to the zero to the guy hanging off the fucking building. Is that a shot no reverse where it goes from that guy up to the face? I don't know. But aye, basically. I thought he's he just looked, looked at his face first and then went to the Zenum so what he was holding. Mm, I reckon you watched the film today, so that's why I'm sticking to because that's it. But the internet can't be wrong, Andrew. It can't be wrong. <laughs> it can't. The internet's always right. Yeah. So, Old Boy from 2003, Korean title, title or the boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep, which she translates to old oh, boy. Yeah, simple. <laughs> so, it is the story of an average man is kidnapped and imprisoned in a motel-like cell for 15 years without explanation. He is then released, equipped with money, a cell phone, and expensive clothes. What was his job? Did it go into detail? Because that's one thing I didn't understand about the film. Just appeared in a police station. That's what I got to like. Felt like his get up. Went into any further detail mm. from being an absolute arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> well, for that kind of the way he is like that, he's probably an average nine to five, a frustrated, uh, shitty job. Mm. Um, with his only release being let's get fucking hammered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as he attempts to explain his imprisonment, 
and get revenge. Uh, he finds out that his kidnapper uh, has a greater plan for him, and he is, is set on a path of pain and suffering in an attempt to uncover the motive of his mysterious tormentor. Mm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Like, when you hear that plot for the first time... This helps to complicate it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Off. There's Ghostbusters. <laughs> that was the worst Sean Connery impression. That was the worst Sean Connery! I'm just talking like an average fan. Worst Ghostbuster. G.I. Joe. <laughs> yes, fast and furious shit. Anything but the rock of it. <laughs> just because you were in the rock. <laughs> so yes uh, Old Boy is based originally on Japanese manga written by Nobunaki or Nobuaki and uh, Ganon Thingley just names oh, just names uh, Japanese names I cannot pronounce I'll, I'll do that I'll go if you Where could then it? read my writing the little box Ganon Shoichia that's what I think <laughs> Shoichia that's what I wrote. Nobuaki Ninjutsu. There we are. So they, as far as I've looked on Amazon, they have knocked out eight volumes of Old Boy. So I'm guessing... So it's all combined, right? So maybe Eh, uh, No, I think it's maybe maybe the first half. I maybe made the film and then it's possibly extended since then. Yeah. But... So yes, this like this isn't like another. This is an original idea from Park Chan Wook. This he stole it from the Japanese. We got it turned into a screenplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, like how do you start talking about old boy? Do you want me just to start with the cast? Let you know who's in it, or do you want to tell me what you thought of it first? Start with the cast. All right. Um, <laughs> that's not a member of the cast. <laughs> Stars uh, Choi Min Sik as Odesu, Kan Hyun Gung as Mido, uh, Yu Ji Tae as uh, Lee Won Jin, Ji uh, Dai Han as Ju Huan, Ju Han, and uh, Kim Byung. I'm going to say okay there or ok. Kim Byung Ok as Mr Han, the blonde. Oh, I was thinking he was fucking Indian or something. I don't think he was Korean or fucking like some fucking thing like that. Just this very lethal little man. Kind of fan of the basic kind of, didn't he? Oh, he didn't. He didn't look fully Korean either. He's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, what did you think of Old Boy? Very good. Trevor. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, why you both had bite-sized answers. Yeah. Uh, uh, I. Prefer Stuart. I. I <laughs> Sit back, lads. Just, just dicks. I just thought it was really well made. Insane, dark, yeah. gritty. That's enough. Just very, very, very Andrew, very twisted. How much? How many? A lot. <laughs> twisted to the power four. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's it. On to the next one. <laughs> now, actually, did I show you this film originally? Yes. Yes. Okay, do Because I remember when I got hold of it for the first time, I think I, I just won a bootleg on eBay. 
Like, I was just been looking at eBay on your phone, like, quite a lot of fucker talking about this film, and it's like, two ninety nine buy now. Just buy it. And it was like, once you receive it, you know it's like, it's, if you looked at the import websites, it was never on there. It had its own style artwork and no rated anything, but it was like a legit enough DVD, mm. which also featured a, a Star Sailor music video. So <laughs> some release of this movie, Star Sailor, was on the soundtrack. It was also it wasn't in the movie. Motherfucker, Star but Sailor. Some shit land. Aye, and that was one of the DVD special features was their music video. Oh my goodness. So I, I, I don't know where that came into it, but it is credited like on IMDb and, and basically credits for songs and are they gonna f- just during the fucking final credits like fucking music? <laughs> but I it was something like once watching it that that was the thing where I said right I need to like then just be like the dealer and push this on everyone to watch. Mm-hmm. That was like in high school when we're people were exchanging copies of like Akira and Ninja Scroll on like VHS. <laughs> I see so back to my day, man. So like, it was so strange because you thought like those days are really over. That was in high school, you thought we do things like that. And then it was like college, each day I'd, I'd pass the DVD on to one guy, he'd bring it back and hand it on to the next guy. And, then, and all day was like, fucking squid scene, man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but Trevor, how did you first get hold of old boy? Uh, through a friend who had, he was he was quite a funny sort of like Asian cinema at the time, and he sort he talked about simply for uh, Mr. Vengeance. Oh, his new one's coming out, but I, and I I got like a an art house cinema release where I was living at the time, and he was like, oh, right, you've you've got to come and see it because something. And I just kind of trusted what he said, mm-hmm. and it was getting sort of we quite a bit of press the same way that Battle Royale did when that first came out. Which would have been maybe uh, what three years before that possibly, maybe oh, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where it was getting hyped up quite a lot, and it was like, well, again, if it's coming from like Korea and it's going to be hyped up for like the Western market, there's got to be someone in there. Mm-hmm. Aye, and went in and just sort of just wow, mm-hmm. just fucking awesome, loved it for the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. badass. Mm-hmm. So that's my first encounter mm. with the old boy. I got hold into your mom's fucking living room. I was thinking I was in your mom's living room. <laughs> yeah, I was still at my parents' house. Yeah, I was in I your mom's living room or yeah. I was sitting on your fucking bedroom floor. <laughs> Watch. You're looking at it until you fucking see it. <laughs> I've got the keys. <laughs> Don't bring up my dead dog. He <laughs> wasn't dead then. I have been sure he was. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm just going to cover up those cracks. I'll just put that in the, the little Wipe your tears thing back. Get on with that's He's just, that's just, that's just He's got him, him in a room for 15 no, years. No, <laughs> And he's going to come out and get revenge on Andy. And it turns out that Andy's fucked his dog's sister. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of, like, the whole imprisonment thing, like locking the man in, like what looked like just a sleazy little motel. It's inventive. I, it was, it was just this sort of things, like what, what kind of world kind of has this sort of apartment block that is filled with, in, like basically privileged prisons for rich people to imprison 
like pay folk to rent out rooms to imprison people in, and mm. it's just. I think it kidnaps pretty huge in Korea. Must well, be. Both these films have kidnapping in them, so mm. must be fucking huge. <laughs> I thought it was just fucking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> well, I think it gives a point where they've been missing for five days, so right? Yeah, forget about him. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead. He's just locked in a fucking hotel room listening to, well, he's got his little TV and then he gets pumped through his fucking noxious gas at the yeah. end of the night just to put him to sleep. It's just like how he's learned everything from TV. Aye. It's like kind of American. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what was the wee speech he was doing? It was like, television, he's like, my teacher. Yeah. Uh, my, my lover, uh, my friend, uh, mm-hmm. aye, that, that scene was like my lover, and he's sitting jerking off to like somebody <laughs> singing a song. He said, "But my lover song was too short," <laughs> and then it cuts to him like slitting his wrists <laughs> and being dragged. Aye, being dragged. <laughs> they get basically sewed back up. But the thing is, like when you you don't find out until obviously what happens at the end, it's like what the fuck? Why would why, 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 so why what has he alive? done? What is I what's he done that's so bad mm-hmm. to get that like to go to these extremes to punish him? Because mm-hmm. it was like sure he was just a drunken arsehole in a police station. Ah, uh, which is absolutely that's comedy gold that one. <laughs> it's just like no, like, <laughs> it's, like he's like, the superb jump cuts where he's just sitting really placid and he's like rolling on the floor like mm-hmm. kicking like a drunk baby. He's <laughs> like, ah, he's it's like I need the toilet and he still goes out in the corner still trying to it was with the couple like the guy the woman are sitting there saying hey I rash your tongue and he's like you're trying to stop and the guy's trying to stop on me three big fucking huge cuts and then he's like <laughs> <laughs> quiet around the gangster <laughs> they're sitting on his coat and he's like just trying to quietly pull his coat away one of the things on the like obviously we watched the Blu-ray release in the UK on the deleted scenes Majority of all that stuff there is one take for him. It's mm-hmm. a fifteen-minute scene of all the stuff you've seen there, but just it's all just one thing. Aye, and it is very like long drawn out where like he's quiet for a while and then he gets built up and then he's going mental and then they calm him down and, mm-hmm. and it's weird because when you see those jump cuts, it's probably like right, do this, right, stop, right. Uh, now you got to be doing this for all the cameras, but no, just fifteen, ten, fifteen minutes of him going just through all those stages. Like Jesus Christ, that like. For like one take type of things, like the, the fucking emotional range that dude goes through, he's rolling about, and he's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being like, like kind of, um, um, and I saw the devil as well. Mm-hmm. A completely different character to what he's he plays in this, and mm-hmm. he, he has like you're saying, just like if he could sit and do like fifty minutes in one take, mm-hmm. going through all like the, the entire range of, of human emotion. Aye, there's got to be. Some talent. He, he was was annoyed though, and one of the notes he was wanting, uh, obviously, he puts on the little angel wings that he's got for his daughter's birthday, mm. and he was trying to moonwalk, but the camera wasn't showing his feet. And so that was the only thing that annoyed him about that scene is that <laughs> they went through for 15 minutes and they were doing that and they never caught him moonwalking. He's like, oh. <laughs> 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 it's just that weird thing. They're obviously like taking reference to like a, like a Korean or a Japanese cartoon show where they're sitting singing a song and puffing up the wings as they're doing the wee mm. dance. <laughs> it's like, that's kind of adorable for a, like, a drunk businessman. <laughs> and then you're just basically flung in like a rabbit hole of mystery like yeah. when he goes outside on the phone and then there's like a purple umbrella and then it's gone. Mm. And you're like, what? And they bring up the great opening scene where it's all 
uh, like clocks and it's just like numbers rotating. It's oh, yeah, the clocks are all nailed Aye. Actually, how he leaves the police station and is like, right, don't come back now. He's like, that's my decision. And he like basically, <laughs> I guess, flips on the bird, but he throws his arm up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> but I guess like that is like the first 10 minutes watching that and says, all right, so what's special about this film? This guy's drunk. And then it's just that happens and this weird, that's when like the music begins really. Like when it's in the rain and the mm. purple umbrella. And it's just like this really somber piano melodies going and mm. then it's just all the sounds of just weird shit going on. It's just, I, I could describe it with my hands as you could see here, yeah. but it's just not worse. But mm. So I, he basically ends up in his motel and it's got uh, the most creepy fucking portrait on oh, the wall uh, where there's a guy with like dreadlocks like, I was it supposed to be the devil? Oh, I think it's one of the photos where you can look at it in two different ways. You can look at it in one way, look, he's all smiling and happy. Or you can look at it another way, and he's fucking bottled his eyes and he's green. Right, aye. Depending on the wee bit of it. With a quote saying, uh, laugh and the world laughs with you, and instead of weep and you, and you cry, cry alone. Cry and they're saying that was taken, that's lines taken from a poem called Solitude by Ella Wheeler Wilcock. So I guess like he's sort of like just I reckon if that was something that was taken from like the manga, but that's like a nice wee touch, like from Paul a, a poem called Solitude as well. Like mm. when looking into it, it's like Christ, that is kind of clever just for like taking that, and it is like a thing that's used. It's almost like a mantra that like, they use it a few times. Mm. Like it's something like a it's always something that you've basically got brought up on for the night for fifteen years. That was like some of the few literature he had, and driving home, like there's a point. Obviously, it's fucking spoilers, but driving home, the point of like hypnosis as well, Mm -hmm. repetition of the music, and what's gonna um, sort of spark off the the chain reaction, or chain reaction, what how you fall in love, and Mm -hmm. so it's all just. That all gets explained at the end. Aye, aye. He can't resolve what happened all the way through the film. Mm-hmm. And I'll save that bit of the idea. I jump right to the end and start talking about yeah. all that. But start at the start. A good, good idea, Andrew. On <laughs> <laughs> um, So obviously, we got that wee backstory when the opening of the film was the dude going to commit suicide, but Odie Sue holds him by the tie. Wait, I want to tell you my story. Aye, and it's like, it's like, huh? And then just cuts, <laughs> but then it cuts back and says, "Right, so that was my story." Mm-hmm. And then the guy was like, "Well, my story was," and he, he just walks away. <laughs> there, he's like, "Mister," <laughs> and he just takes it. Is him? Who's that guy? Eh, that is Old Guang Rock, yeah. the last face seen in Mister Vengeance, yeah. and supposedly the first seen in Old Boy. New versus then, get back to us on that one, Andy. Yeah. But. It's just that shot, obviously, it's after the elevator scene where he's stuck in an elevator with a woman for the first time in 15 years. <laughs> and it just sounds like he just basically just creams himself. He's just like, oh, oh, ah. Not just the way he's sort of like, he's just so petrified of her as well. Is. But the whole, it, it kind of, you just, he's kind of lost all Aye, social. Like woman. Well, just, just like all kind of social, all, all social skills. Aye. Just, he's just become like a 15-year-old American type. 
kind of kind of communicating with Facebook <laughs> on my phone, but it's like like you said, they're like, oh, by the time I saw you, you know, it's like two bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt so your yeah. face. Now I know what another human being feels like. I'm on my way. But even the shot that takes you to that, um, where he just pops out the box, uh, and you just like, well, oh, I must be a field. No one's in the time I've done that. <laughs> it's like, what? It's just, it's just genius how it messes with your perceptions mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always laugh whenever just that dude committing suicide and it just the wee toy dog just like shakes and the rest and drops. It's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just running to the car and it's like That was one one bit I didn't like when I stood on the fucking distance he would have had to jump to make it to that car. <laughs> just like oh, the you don't go to the Olympics for a like, why kill yourself? <laughs> you can jump up amazing amount of distance. It just wouldn't be as cinematic as it walks when you just hear a thump in the background. <laughs> what you've got is that was a, it was like when the first time you ever watched it, it's like, holy shit. Aye. But just it's like such a thing. Just, but it's one of those like, oh, oh, hmm. where you kind of find like, Aye, because uh, you're looking, you're sort of focusing on like, what do you see how he's now wearing like a woman's sunglasses? Still my clothes. You just see, it's fucking ridiculous, but it looks so cool. Because his hair's mental. And he's got women's sunglasses on. And, um, like obviously, whilst he was in prison, he was like, he thought he said, right, he, he came up with that thing of vengeance. This is, he started writing down mm-hmm. the names of everyone that could have been an, en- an enemy. And it was just like, he was sitting <laughs> punching the wall, and it was like, Huang Zhong Li, Jin Park Yuk. And he was like running off all the names, and he banged the wall a bit too hard. He was like, oh, he's on the floor greeting, holding his fist. <laughs> But then when like he, he goes and he, he bumps into like the young kids as well, mm-hmm. like, that kind of fifteen years of imaginary training pay off. Yeah, yeah, right. like, the first world is cigarette and he just like goes, but um, like the fight scenes are just mm-hmm. yeah, they're not like your your token Asian cinema mm-hmm. or yeah. like what was sort of direct. You play a kick, I'll block it, I'll play a kick, you duck under the table. Aye, like the whole um, like House of Flying Daggers and mm-hmm. uh, what was the other one as well? Uh, Hero you know, and Curse Hero. of Golden Flower and that mm-hmm. aye and uh, was it Yin Wu Ping? Aye, like what like Crouching Tiger stuff. Aye, like that kind of sort of flowing, really sort of almost dance like. Mm-hmm. This was just like dirty aye, boxing. Aye, dirty boxing was effective. There was no show in it, aye. and that's what I thought was just like oh, it's just it's so brutal mm-hmm. and just it just beats it. Mm-hmm. A good thing when you like when you went and met bump into those kids for the first time next to the fag smokes and they kick him and they cry him dick shit and he's lying there he's like <laughs> dick shit he's like there's new words it's <laughs> 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 like who comes up with that word dick shit <laughs> but it was like I, I, I compared it to the terminator like just learning everything for the first time like just fags <laughs> horny dog just like staring at women it's like I need your Sunglasses. <laughs> Do you have mo- boots on a motorcycle? <laughs> like, no. Okay. So Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and also that leads us to like uh, the squid scene. Well, no. At first, is he not sitting outside the restaurant? I don't know if he's looking at the store next door watching television, or he's no. I think he's looking at squids in the windy. No, it was fish. It was right. like talking to himself. Because he must have watched a program on the telly about it and he came mm. everything about it. Aye. Uh, so like, there was uh, saltwater fish. 
very very violent went on the hook and it was just the fact that there was like a guy showed up and that's when he gets presented with like a cell phone and money and he's like yeah. don't bother asking me anything yeah. and it's just weird that like the dude is basically always being monitored and like there is like minions they're fo- yeah. watching him everything he does and then he goes and orders basically the freshest food you can get no, like he something that's still give me something that's all that uh, yeah. There's no bother what it is as long as it's still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just expect him just to maybe just like chop, start eating, but no, just picked it up. And it's maybe and just it's because like it is like a, a squid or an octopus. Or, and it just wraps, like, just uh, how it is. Like, there's no spine or anything. It just mm-hmm. goes, just clings right around them and just right in the mouth. And then you think, like, they're cut away, but no, it just rips it out. And then just start shoving it in his mouth, and you think maybe it's dead. It's still, got, still got its fucking motor. Ah, just it's trying to uh, wrapping around his face, and like, yeah. how could he do this? And it's the thing that you basically find out, like he, they'd done it four times. They went through four, let's see, four octopods were eaten mm. for that scene, and like they're saying, like Choi Min Sik was a Buddhist, so he had to like pray every time he'd done it. Just to apologise for the things he was doing, but mm. the director. I let alone eat four of them. <laughs> I felt what happened to the, like, the first one is like, no, it's no good. They're like, get another one. I'm like, no. Well, you really just spit on me. You fucking got them all. It was like the octopi holocaust. They're just going like that, that. Oh, next one, next one. And but like it, it did cause some controversy. Obviously, like. I guess like some sort of animal rights thing, people be like going mental. But uh, when the film won uh, some like the Grand Prix award at Cannes, the director thanked the four octopods in his speech, just saying like obviously we couldn't do the film without them. It's like is that you trying to work your karma out? I I dedicate this award to my bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so like look at the board. Even in the notes, that's the biggest thing you written. Like the fucking octopus, and it's like as it's you can nobody likes to see animals get hurt. Aye. But I remember the first time times I watched it, like oh, that's that's not fucking CG. That's just Holy shit! How do you get away with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's always got some fucking soundtrack to it as well, where it's just like it's just trying to make the scene even darker. And like stop trying to hypnotize me with the music. And like <laughs> this is not easing me at all. And. Like obviously that's when we get introduced to like the character uh, Mido, aye. and a Korean Japanese chef. Aye, and that's when he started. There were st- he was in his school now. It was something like he was saying how a woman was very. She had some like cold women, hands. Women can't like can't hands just because their hands are warmer than men. Yes, that's it. And no, it just starts the first chain of fucking. Aye, but it's properly clever though, because when you first watch that, it's like that, like, okay. a, like a tiny bird would go for an older man who's just eating an octopus and like, bullshit, mm-hmm. like, bullshit, <laughs> and that's what always sort of sits at the back of me saying, what? Kind of like when, when they go back to the house, she's going for a slash, and he tries to jump tries in, to and tries <laughs> to break <laughs> her, but she's still absolutely fine, I said, why the fuck is she sticking with this old mm-hmm. guy that she doesn't know, mm-hmm. who's just trying to fucking rape her? No, horny dog. I thought it was just come everyone fucking fucking red rocket and like no, no, out, 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 out. 
but it was, it was the thing, even just the wee like, nice little touches to like when his mobile phone went off in the restaurant and it was the music that they played when the gas got pumped into yeah. the room. It's like, that ring, ring was the one that triggered for Curb. Aye, aye. Aye. Was a trigger, aye. Mm-hmm. To him, he say a certain words to make Curb touch his phone to make him touch it. Aye, and he collapsed. Like, but it was like collapsing like kind of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking octopus leg up his nose. Like, touched by a woman for the first time in 15 years. It should just be the sound of an explosion going up <laughs> and just smoke coming up. Just running out his trouser just legs. Just it just looks like fucking rice pudding just pouring out. Oh, come on. Both legs. Fucking hell. Just him just like emaciated. Just slides off the seat. <laughs> he's lying there and just left over to the octopier trying to get away from it going, this is not how I want to die. <laughs> Jizz. That's what it should be called. That's <laughs> it. Oh, from Spanish, she's just like, oh. I would just expect the guy in the sushi looking at the like, you're fucking cleaning that. <laughs> you done it. Ruin my wasabi, dickhead. Told you not to touch the homeless man. <laughs> oh, it smells in here. It smells like jizz. 15-year-olds. Aye. Another big thing around here is music. Because it is like, this is the I'm one where... Got into oh right. I never noticed that. I, I was like that. I never really noticed the music. It could be like the what I kind of got from it was like well back when John Blue first did it, um, where you've kind of got like the nice happy music or sort mm. of orchestral music, beautiful music to go along with scenes that, that are completely opposite of that, like horrific fucking violence, mm-hmm. which is kind of one, one big thing in Face Off where you've got like um, somewhere over the rainbow and they're fucking blazing the shit out of stuff mm-hmm. and it just it's one of those I don't know if he was the first proponent of it but it, it is quite a common Hollywood thing or a common movie thing to have that aye nice music over horrible violence aye um, I'm not sure when that first kicked off but it's very very like that and it's never going to cease being effective so mm-hmm. I mind obviously being fucking transfixed for this film after seeing it for the first time I did manage to download a copy of the soundtrack and uh, Effie's song on it was like, on the, the these few special features aren't on the Blu-ray but on the UK DVD release of Old Boy it's a double disc and it's like a sp- special feature for fucking everything even the tea lady probably got a five minute featurette on this DVD but they had a section where it was all about the music of the film and for every track they named it after like a, a, like a movie from the 50s or everything like, every title is like a reference to some sort of like you know, film noir or yeah, I, I, I might mention this on one of our shows but it's been released in a superior format why give you less stuff on it they never bothered increasing the, the, the quality does it look pretty much the same? Just, I, it's I, just upscale DVD quality in my opinion and sometimes with some films I, I kind of like that like if you're watching something like Taxi Driver I, like that has like not a grindhouse feel, but has grain to it. Ah, and like some some people complain new like when they clean things up, and then everything looks like plasticine. Like I think there's a, a Blu-ray of Predator. I'm digging if you've maybe seen it or got it, but I've got the ultimate edition one. Right, there is that somebody compared to what it was, and then it basically just looks like everyone had been airbrushed, 
and it's like sometimes they just kind of overdo it on the upscaling and trying to clean it really so much and it just kind of loses detail almost and sometimes when it's a sort of darker film i kind of like the quality to be a bit grimy but yeah. like the best best ever cut of uh, texas chainsaw ever saw was a third generation pirate on vhs mm -hmm. where it looks like you found it oh, it's like oh man this is so fucking raw <laughs> i just but like you said i kind of i can't take away from Aye. it mm -hmm. did you find that that did sort of take away for this though Aye, it, was, it was like i was concentrating on the wrong things it was like you kept seeing specs like the grain i know it was like when they done they done zoom they zoomed into his face at one point it was the background was annoying me because it was fucking like it was crackling so you think it's like sort of strobing around his head or like like i can't catch up quick enough aye, aye, it's I kind of i've seen that quite a lot in aye, like the, the new sorry i can't carry on if i told you the tangent probably get cut sorry <laughs> um, but you get that in episode one like on on the the blu-ray of that where people are walking and it's like the, the pixels kind of catch up with it enough mm -hmm. and you're like hang on i'm supposed to watch a fucking superior format here that's fucking mind-blowingly amazing and this shit this shit's happening mm -hmm. fuck you lucas you can make people you can make ewoks blink but you can't stop searching somebody walk past a fucking green screen without a fucking strobing behind them you mm -hmm. prick Fuck off, George. Take your billion dollar Mickey Mouse money and fuck off. <laughs> and and they made they made the CG look worse. Aye. Aye. Made CG look disgustingly bad. <laughs> well, like in the DVD, you kind of CG, but it's alright. It's mm -hmm. good enough. You can't supposed to be. But when they done that bit with the ant in his arm, I didn't oh, know what the fuck was going on. It was like, what the fuck is that? Just like a lump of flesh. And then it started moving about. They said, oh, it's supposed to be an arrow. Well, I've got to say that. That's well, well, for that, I watched this on Netflix. I think you do get an HD, mm -hmm. and it just goes to show you, like the, the well, the what's this two thousand? Ah, so uh, three. So it's ten years old. Ten year old now, and just the advancements in to the CG are Aye. amazing, and because it does, it looks proper ropey. Like mm -hmm. I definitely, I totally agree. With you. And I wasn't sure if it was just that it gone trying to be blurry that made it look worse. So it may have, because this was like another film that uh, had an even smaller budget than Sympathy. This had a budget what? of three million. Oh, yeah. Basically, I reckon if like from the looks of what we've seen here, Sympathy never made made its money back for the looks of it. So maybe they possibly kind of tightened the strings a little. Never gave them as much, but it's always strange in that way where. They take like they're given less, but they seem to get away with so much more to it. Like yeah. how basically the first half of the films concentrated in one set. Mm. Yeah, well, they get. First part I mean, if that's made them a smaller budget, imagine how much would have been found in the market for it even to get over here for yeah. everybody Aye. here to get to become aware of it. Mm -hmm. It's over in South Korea. So. Aye, and speaking of ants, and like we get this. Like if I was always racking my brains until like they, they explained it's like right, what does ant symbolise? What is this? What does this mean? And, and then when Mido explains it, it's to do with like loneliness. Uh, and you're and lonely, it, you kind of hallucinated being a part of something. Like mm -hmm. that. And then she's sitting on a train with a giant ant sitting <laughs> there. That, that, that was the other. They were the only two bits that fucking annoyed me. I could have known on major. The two two fake uses of CGI. <laughs> and he's like. He must be feeling very lonely. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking seven foot bastard sitting in there. <laughs> Obviously, when he basically starts finding out information, and she, it's sort of like Sherlock Holmes and Watson, she's like the little tag team partner there yeah. helping him out, trying to figure out 
Like, I think she's transfixed with this mystery as well and wanting to get it sorted. So, obviously, we get to see that montage of him uh, running, uh, where it's like this blue dragon. Aye, uh, going to find all the dumplings for and that this, boy ever ate. This is sort of like the thing where he's now trying to piece together, like, right, I need to try and figure out who done this or where I came from. And he's, it's great how he's doing it, by the way, it was the right, I'll get fed the same shit for 15 years, I'll recognise this food anywhere. Mm. And it was just by the luck of getting like a shred of a receipt yeah, in one of his... There's a wee bit of paper, and it probably about a menu or something. Ah, yeah, and it's red blue. Mm-hmm. And it had like that weird montage of him just running about town <laughs> to every place but eating. it might be like the whole kind of like, in, there's like so many English pubs called the Red Lion. Mm-hmm. So it might be like one of those like, there's ah, so yeah. many... Mm-hmm. And like blue dragons, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe like, even the point where maybe is that not like a, a make of Chinese food over here? So yeah, yeah, you get it's, it's just like looking up Chan in the phone book type of things. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> no chin. <laughs> so there's there's, pl- there's chins as well as Chans and Chans yeah. and Tians and it will go on. So, um, who's gonna see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> no bad boy. <laughs> Bad microphone. Don't you listen. Stop listening. You even need to say that. You're just going to put So, um, it's great when he basically finds out who, who the, the Blue Dragon delivery guys are yeah. and he chases the delivery boy back to the building and then mm. like, he follows him in and we get to see that dude is like the other dude that we've seen in other films. It's like basically the pimp for that building, the guy in charge who's sitting there with like the jeweled ring yeah, and he basically torches him for information and that's where we get this great uh, teeth pulling scene. Cover that kid if you fucking walk with him. Aye, that was like... Fucking Mickey. <laughs> so I'm trying to explain to you, I, I wonder if we'll do that in the new film. If we take I, I couldn't remember... Teeth, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you're exaggerating. So, um, it was uh, it was just even great in the way they'd done it. Like they had the guy strapped in with like mask and tape across his face, and then that uh, held his mouth open. That was the, that was the weird bit. Uh-huh. I think it was just bad cutters of the instant, like the pitting, the stuff he's moved fucking cloth, and then instant lights away, and he's all taped up. I thought that was a bit of bad fucking. Might just be a wee cutting tape you think. Aye. So and it's another great thing where obviously like, he pulls out the hammer because he was interrogating him at first and I guess he wasn't given a penny information. Mm. So he gets the hammer out and he's like, Oh, this isn't gonna be good. Like we've seen what he done to those boys in the park. What's he gonna do with a hammer now? Mm. And it's like, great music as well where it's a slow build where it's just like really fast of what violin and it's getting Quieter, quieter, it's getting louder, louder. Then you just see like the fucking the the other end of the hammer. I'm gonna say the teeth of the hammer, claw. the claw meeting like that guy's teeth. Yeah, we did the DIY. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can, you can that boy works in an office. Eh? Right. <laughs> so and it's just the shot of the claw touching the teeth, and it, right away you're going, uh, you're feeling is, is your own teeth. effect with that as well. Is it not like a sound just like sort of like hitting the, the teeth? Aye, the, the, oh. the metal clink on aye, the clink that. And it is the thing that's like, hmm, like that's the unnerving feel of like when you see 
mm. films where folks are getting tortured under their nails and you always get that wee shifty feeling and mm. and that, that makes your balls retract from the body. <laughs> that's 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 what you're aiming for. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when he's going for the twist of the hammer, you're expecting to see the tooth come out and it's just like cuts away just before it. And then the music's at it's full boom, like full boom, and it's really fast, like holy shit, and just like, and it's just a synth thing going, and it knocks out a couple, and it cuts back, and the guy's like, the tape throw there, like he's completely caved, he's like take what you want. So you think he would have done it after the first two, not fucking six. He's like I could bear with it. Oh, it's not bad. Holy shit, he's no stopping. Oh, he's just gonna take one. But it's like that is one of those moments where it's just like the intensity of the film. Like that's where you kind of like sit up going, fucking hell, this film is getting like quite intense. Yeah. And then you like come out and it's a whole corridor of fucking guys standing there and like. Well, the scenes that are kind of, um, if I just a mark, what was it called? Like a marquee scene in the film. It's like, just there's nothing like it. I mm. mean, I, I can't remember seeing anything mm. else in any other film where you've got uh, maybe on back after that where you've got one continuous shot. Mm-hmm. Just shit kicking off. Yeah. Aye, aye. And it's like as nay, let's say like nay, fucking choreographed nay, hey, femme. It's just a boy scudding folk with a hammer <laughs> and punching them. Oh, but I could say the other one, the one with the the Tom Young Gong. That's it. Aye. The one where he's gone up the stairs and he's like working his way up, fighting his way up the fucking oh, stairs. Uh, on backs one set in Thailand and uh, one, the one, the one in Australia. Australia where he's, he's lost oh, his elephant the, uh, the warrior aye the, the warrior, warrior king aye, aye. aye. good market isn't it warrior aye. king <laughs> fucking elephant and pals <laughs> <laughs> where's, so, my, where's my brother guess what sequel coming out same shit's happening again lost his elephant <laughs> again it's no a fucking German shepherd what does elephant go in no, that was others. There's uh, plenty of elephants. You get scared of oh, no, the Then, it, then he had to fight. The elephant saved his life. Uh, then I'm going to use them <laughs> to beat up Nathan Jones. No. <laughs> but, aye, uh, one of the little moments that I forgot there, like where they kind of cut the tension, is when he first goes in with a hammer and there's a dude sitting, like, sec- uh, bullshit uh, security. Sitting there, he's like, just leave the food. And yeah. then he turns around and he's standing there with a hammer. Like that famous yeah. shot of him standing there looking down. You know a lot in those films as well, where they're just kind of pausing like Aye. a photo. And nobody moves, they just kind of sit and look at each other for a couple of seconds. And this time they just draw a line going from one to the yeah, other. That's badass. And then they just, it's like a tail ring up going, ching. Like, <laughs> and he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> just like, just like, just kind of cuts the tension on well. Fucking like churching, nervously trying to get the knife. Yeah, breather for the fucking intensity. Aye, it takes a wee bit of farce as well, but it's like, and it's like, you do get a tiny bit of coming to blows. Aye, maybe it's in the sense that, like, right, he's got into the delivery guy, gets in, he's like, shit, shit's gonna get fucking crazy here, isn't it? Mm. Then they do this to kind of relax you, and then they start pulling teeth in the very next scene, it's just (laughs) trying to make, just mess with, like, your alertness, and like, oh, I could relax, they're being a bit funny, it's like, oh, what are they doing? (laughs) Dentist! (laughs) So, um. Is there any really, I, I didn't want to sit and read through every single bullet point I've got here, is there any really memorable moments for you that are like, like takeaway scenes for the film, like, oh, fucking love that moment or this part? Mm. My favourite bit was when the, 
of the guy, the, the main bad guy, just kind of explained how everything happened, how he wanted it to happen. The, that, the whole reveal from imprisoning you yeah, to why, the... why he done it and, and how he done it, how he, how he kept tabs on you and how he kind of just got there for you done it. Kind of. mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, like, obviously it was in the sense that when they were back in high school, Odisu witnessed him going uh, around with his, his sister. sister uh, she got pregnant and she... And she's watching it in, her, in the little uh, hand. She's a fucking... Mirror. She's the parent of the children. I want to see you there, bro. Bro! Come at me, bro! <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's like, oh, she, she was the same. It's like such a shame for like, like Odisu's pal. He's like, oh, man, she's a total slut. And obviously he's sat in the internet cafe next to him. It's just quality when he snatched the seat and he's like, ah. Start burying it into him. Burying him and he's like, oh, absolutely no less. So I'm like, yeah. Aye, mm-hmm. and it was... But, sorry, I'm just to finish before this. Anyway, but like, she's like, oh, didn't All right, then. Did they put much of a fight and give him that? It's the thing is, oh, you take my dick out of you want. He ain't there, then. Aye, and he touched my top half. I really missed that. It's like, oh, buddy, I'll look for you. <laughs> would, you, would you just let me take the dick out of the fucking jigs go after it? I'm just going to take the bath and pull them on and leave. I've got mine, do you want to borrow yours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tell Monty you've got last one, maybe. <laughs> but it was, like, as you said, about, like, uh, was it Ju Huan getting, like, fucking blooded, like, savage, killed in the fucking internet cafe. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, it's just all these great reveal shots where. Like, aye, they're just sitting on the phone, like, Ori Sue's sitting at a hairdresser's wearing a hairnet on the phone or something. He's sitting in the internet cafe in the complete darkness, and the camera just, just travels across, and there's, yeah, he's, he's like, he's there. sitting at the other side listening, and mm-hmm. he's fucking repulsed for what he's hearing. He's no happy with what they're saying. It's like, mm-hmm. holy, no, no. <laughs> like, you're, you're the one to scream at the TV. He's like, he's in the room. He's playing StarCraft or Counter-Strike, one or the other. There, there, there is some trivia saying sound effects from Counter Strike and. Okay, I thought you said Car Strike. Car Strike. What the <laughs> fuck hell? It's Korean people driving. Yeah, the usual. So, um, like the the brother sister scene where they're in the classroom, I thought it was a good touch when she's looking in the mirror and reveals like. Odisu and the music stops. Mm. And what, I, what I don't understand though is was, was she quite sort of self obsessed then? If she sort of, because you know, obviously he's doing the remote nature and tending mm. and whatnot, and she's like, ah, hey, look at me. So it's like, well, is she vain? Was she as bad as what they thought? Mm. Um, it's kind of like they're trying to play on what everybody thought she was like and what she was really like. Because nobody thought she was just like this wee saint lassie mm. that did nothing wrong. And Two pieces. Hey, you fucking he's up. <laughs> Tell you what, mate. I kid, hey. what, I kid, I kid what I want to see. I just can't fucking see it. Okay. <laughs> Never comes in. Like. It's in the hole. <laughs> it's easy in the hole. <laughs> no, that's here, here. That sounds a bit made that. In the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I that that last montage. Well, no, it's it was a bit it. before that as well. The where he's like actually starting to remember, but he's like chasing after his memories. Kind of that's pretty that cool, actually. That's yeah. a really nice touch. Aye, ah, where it's, it's all kind of cut like together. He runs down the stairs one way and he looks up and he's, he's his up child, his child, his like teenage child up ah. the stairs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
and it does have like that that same music for the beginning where it's just basically like they're just it's like searching music it's, it's like, like, a, like a sense of urgency kind aye, of. it's like he's that it's, it's like it's on the tip of his tongue he's just about mm-hmm. found out and it's like it's building up building up and then it's just like the reveal through broken glass and it's like <sighs> dirty and obviously then uh, it then was it the leading up to that and then he's presented them with the, the purple box with the photo album or is he showing the photo album first and then you get the hand first do aye aye because there's the scene thinks that that's what that's what another twist in the mm. his fucking evil plan to make him think what's happening because ah. that, that was my favourite scene actually is when he's across the like it's like fucking hell we know we're here ah. runs across and they get, they're both standing like that ah, it's like they're both finished shagging they're lying there but the gas comes from under the door aye but then it, but it's even before that they came up with the, they've just got the telescope and they're ah. just in the like opposite block from them watching ah. it and then they come back and say oh and shit I've left a tag for the bed and like he gets him on the deck and he's like you've got your gold teeth and, ah, yeah, and he just know, says that like, and he just he's like that he's fucking bricking it yeah. puts the like puts a hammer in his mouth and he goes like that and he's like ah he goes well there you go that's a yeah. brilliant suggestion isn't it? and it's like that is fucking AIDS <laughs> but then when he just starts going he's just a fucking <laughs> rabid dog and he's a big briefcase and when he turns it like nope but I was like, I, I never cottoned onto that before. Like when, like he, he swore to the guy and said, like the hand that touched Middle's breast, I'm gonna fucking and mm-hmm. like he basically does the favor for him and sends him the hand. Uh, and it's like, what is he helping me now? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I do like how they kind of make it even with the guy in the end. It's like, yeah, here, here's your ring back. The hand got a bit rotten. We had to throw it out. <laughs> and he's, he's just, just puts the ring on his wee rubber finger. Going, oh. <laughs> so he's he's had a hard shift in this film. <laughs> Teeth, hands, lost a lot. A big briefcase. I'm gonna need a new fucking weird hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, um, and it's just uh, all that stuff where it goes towards the end when it reaches the penthouse. And even like that no, struggle. That's why you kind of asked, did they see the book first? No. They had to figure out what happened to find them first. That was what his whole thing was. I mm. want you to figure out who I am and where to find me mm-hmm. before the fifth of July or something like that. Aye, because I, I never understood the urgency. Is right, you've got five days. That's and because that was the date that his sister died. Right, aye. But obviously, before they reveal that, and I just wonder why five days, but. You find out he's doing his research. And there was that brilliant bit where he is, he's fought <coughs> all the dudes in the corridor, the lift opens, there's more dudes, he gets in the lift door opens, then all their bodies fall out. He's walking and going, Fucking hell. Spoiler. Like <laughs> knife in his back, drops a hammer, and he's he's about gone and somebody calls the taxi and puts him in right, right. and it's the dude and he just fucking talks to him. Uh, I can't even mind the line that he's See you later, honestly. And I drive the one. He just, I just spits out his address. Aye, he tells it, and he's trying to piece it together. Then looks, and the dude just—it's just like but smiles. Someone's so creepy about that, just to like, because he's just like when he comes to the camera, it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just a it's moment. The name is the best one. You can't see. Walking space, you can't uh, see it. Mm-hmm. And then you did it again, and we're like, and he just, oh. the, it's like the reveal, and he's like, holy shit. It's just like, everyone knows. Yeah. But, like, Yuji Tai, like, after, after that film, I picked up a few of his other ones. He'd done films like, I think it was. Good Arthur. Uh, Into the Mirror, that was like a horror film. Yeah. And that was, played a lot on reflections and alternative things. I was just like, you're. Kind of like a Japanese horror, but Korean, and had to play a lot of mirrors. And he had done. Um, uh, yeah, he has a cameo. But, like, he, he is a really. Like, he was fucking perfect in that film. Uh, where is it, that his first acting role? I, I think, think no. it was. He's. He's done. He seems to actually kind of progress and done like a lot of written and directing a lot of stuff now. But I just loved how he always had that threat where he basically he was drawing this out to like the fifth of July or something, and he was saying, like, "Oh, you kind of kill me. I've got pacemaker installed." And he's like, "Why would they do it? Like, you make a man do anything if you give him a hundred thousand fucking mm-hmm. one." And he's like, "He's like, I could just press this. That's me, and you'll not get the satisfaction of beating mm-hmm. the shit out of me." And it's just like all those great scenes at the penthouse at the end where he is basically explaining everything that's happened. This is why I'm doing this to you, and like, and then the photo book. And uh, it, it's kind of like a, you know, you've got like exposition. You always uh, get like, like a Bond villain. Well, Mr. Bond, he's I'm telling going the plan. to do this overly elaborate plan to fucking take over the world. But he succeeds in his plan, but uh, in that one last step. And it's just, it's possibly some of the best exposition ever. Because it's like, holy shit, man. It, all it did was it just balanced on him telling his mate one thing. Uh, it's, like, ah, it's just basically like, you started a rumour, so this shit is going uh, up to you. Mm-hmm. And, he's and he didn't make you. kind of thing, yeah. It's just like, obviously not that I've watched two people fucking and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and tell somebody, but again, like, like the whole loose lips sink ship thing, but mm-hmm. one time and it's like, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. He didn't even want it to start as a rumour, he just said it. So didn't he say it? Didn't he tell anybody? Mm-hmm. So he should have really taken it out on his mate, because his mate was the one that started it. Ah, that's a bit harsh, that was. Uh, I think he did get bludgeoned by this. I think that was that, mate. With the shit, aye. Why did he not get 15 years of time? I know. He was on the gas. So, the full album, just the slow, it's like a picture book reveal where it's like, little girl. Uh, you you can you can tell it's and not then you're like, wait, what's going on? And then it's like, wait, she, oh, oh, Whoa. wait, they were, oh my god! And then, and even like you mentioned that scene where they got gassed, and he he just sits in the room beside him wearing the gas mask, and it's just this weird. I and I reckon it was sort of like a, I reckon what the words it was like a steampunk feel where it's just like a man in a suit and a gas mask sitting there with unconscious people and it's just this weird it's sort of like a home invasion thing well, it's like they, some of them are various pets and they could do well, whatever they want they're most vulnerable when they're sleeping naked eh? and ah, it's yeah. like absolute invasion mm-hmm. and like and you can be utterly defenseless and just that shot again there's a lot of that where you get like the stationary shots and it's just maybe like a maybe like a three quarter shot or something ah. just like a bust shot and it just looks fucking gas mask creeping the fuck out Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> it's sort of thing that you always feel like some people talk about films that are so well shot and you know every frame's like a fucking a masterpiece and like some this one you could get away with some screenshots like could easily be in the poster for this or like mm-hmm. just being some 
fetching canvases or something. I wonder if it maybe found and has maybe like his artistic way, like you're saying, because it was one of the very last shots in, in Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance where he was getting all Arty Farty Wanky. Yeah. But in this, he takes it to an Arty Farty Wanky level, mm-hmm. but not kind of shite. Mm. It, all, it all fits in well, and it's all really striking images mm-hmm. that actually look fucking badass. And it's mm. like a lot of like, Ori Suji's with fucking hair everywhere, like a uh. manic look on his yeah. face. <laughs> really well done. Mm-hmm, the, like the caveman image of him. Look of the crazy man. Yeah. It also just makes me think as well, that, that pattern in the wallpaper that he's kept in is very sort of shining like yeah, that's like the And then it's just got the really shit scenery of like a windmill outside. There's <laughs> just like a painting that they must have turned the light on behind like daytime like <laughs> <laughs> Oh that one though. So, aye, and it's, they were saying for a film being this incredibly violent, only seven people were killed. Like, you had... I thought you were saying that this movie oh, During the making four, of this film. Four octopi, seven stunt men. Good, good overall. Not too bad for a Korean movie. Aye, that's not a war movie. <laughs> yeah. But, aye, they're talking about something like the bodyguards, uh, Ori Su's best friend, and... Things like that. By the time the count up, only seven people died. Just lots of people got really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how like Orisu went to attack. Uh, I need to look his name. I keep calling him Yuji Tai, but it's uh, Lee Wujin. His character name, like how he's just like having a shower, strutting out naked, getting changed in front of him, and Orisu's just listening, taking it in. And when he thought, right, I'm going to fight, and then like Mr. Han just steps in. Judo through across the room. Aye, that was the one bit of the but this is definitely fucking straight. Where he's flung. And he's like flung ten he flings him that way, but he goes that way. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> he scuds him against the walls of being shot, man. Mm. And he pepped through every glass cabinet the guy owned. Aye. Uh, <laughs> so many cameras. I know, Yankee would have been like, Mr. Han, I've told this. To be fair, if he's got enough money to spend on putting somebody in jail for 15 years, <laughs> I think he's going to make the I guess. <laughs> he's, he's he wasn't about the fucking bodyguards getting killed. <laughs> Still t- t- in his shower. Revealed the weird religious tattoo above his ass. Oh. <laughs> but it was like that good shot where he's flung against the glass and it stops. And you see the crack. Then it just busts through. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, I feel like, alright, the, the film's ending, it's getting close. Mm-hmm. But they just take it like that bit further with like the story and picture book and then realise she's got the exact same picture book sitting in front of her and they're wondering do we give this book to her uh, and and it is a, it's like his bipolar thing kicks in where he's manic killer and now he's begging dogs saying please don't 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 that is fucking hard to watch that like when he's when he's just turning to a snivelling wreck yeah. and he's like he's kind of going through this it's metamorphosis like, where he's like he's impenetrable he's kind of like fucking a force of nature mm. but as soon as like he comes to him it's like uh, it made me think of Happy Gilmore. Ah, it is. <laughs> when it's like his girlfriend in the fucking. Uh, the bit when he's. Kiss the wall. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> get away there. I don't like you anyway. No, please, man. Good, get out of here. I love you. Because he kept going like really angry. And then really fucking. <laughs> slowly. And then he said, fuck, if you do touch her, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> 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 Just put down. I'll be your dog. 
<laughs> licking his boots. But, but see, like we were talking about the, the cracks in the window and stuff here, there seems to be a lot of like symbology with windows and stuff. If you've noticed, you've got like the fake window and um, with like the, the horrible little windmill painting. Mm. However, the mirror, he is looking through a hole in the glass. Um, and obviously he goes against the glass, it smashes all over him. But it's mm. I was like, somebody went to fucking film school. <laughs> 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 I've, got, I've got three degrees, really. That's somebody I've texted. And also he's going through all this glass, he's getting showered in the glass, and then at the very end, um, you're looking at a reflection and mm-hmm. you're, gonna, you're gonna turn away. So I don't know what... Um, Sorry, yeah, him. Hi, that guy. I don't know what his maybe fascination with windows and reflections is here, mm-hmm. but that's just what that kind of hit me. It might the Blu-ray features. It's got like a director's commentary in that, so it might be worth having a, a peek at that to see if he re- like he actually brings that up and talks mm-hmm. about what he's. Because he's like kind of got like with that little window called like TV, and he's aye. fascinated with like the fish in the mm-hmm. in the um, aquarium thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, I guess putting it to the close, I like that one last dig where it's like he finds the pacemaker. Obviously, Orisu cuts his tongue off to be forever silent, and then he finds the the fucking pacemaker switch on the floor. He's like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking take him out. Presses it and just plays it. Uh, and he, he drops it. Throws it down to him and then just walks along, walks towards the elevator. Mm-hmm. And it's just like presses it and says, like, "Oh, it's our sex tape." No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen to you, fuck your dad in the game. I kind of like the laser pointer. Aye. But kind of just it's something like the end of his nose, mm-hmm. and yet again, like you said, it's like high comedy in the middle of something so fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. And then he's like that going over the box, and he's going yeah. <laughs> and and he's not even like, like giggling at that with a wanker with a laser pen. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it, it's, it is his plan is getting so close, and he's like, go for it. So was the whole pacemaker thing just bullshit then? No, because he had another operation. I mean, the first, his first time he went in the shower and he says, and they say, right after this, she went a couple of days after, and then he says, no, I'm going right after it. Mm. The first time you see where he stays, mm-hmm. he's lying down on a hospital bed and there's a nurse in the room and everything like that. Mm. So I thought he maybe got it to out, kind of thing. Ah. Makes me just want to watch it more. <laughs> <laughs> just because sometimes when you watch, like, I had been a kid five years since I've last watched it and like watching it again it was just like rediscovering it all and just all the different things to yeah. it and you start to pick up on stuff you never noticed or you maybe cool is his fucking closet it's <laughs> <laughs> like fucking space age it's like this film set in Korea not Japan <laughs> where the clothes are actually just coming over to them and climbing on them <laughs> there we go fucking Tony Stark <laughs> Um, aye, I'll just wrap up. One of the last notes I had there was talking about uh, just all like him talking about the memories and they do these great shots where the, it's sort of like half shots where he talks about the phone and it's Odisu answering the phone. Then it's half of uh, Wu Jin face and they're both talking the same lines mm. and it's just like 
they're getting really creative with the camera work and how like he's standing it's all the the portraits of the sister and Ori Sue's in the background holding one and it's just the way the like, I guess the cinematography yeah. is like they really I suppose it could be like a budgetary thing you kind of got to be more creative if you're less money yeah. and I would, I've got to say I'm absolutely shocked that they got less of a budget for Old Boy than what you did Sympathy for Mr. Mm-hmm. and obviously that shot where like obviously as the elevator door closes he shoots himself and he still opens his body throw it that is wow that, that, that like hell. throwing yourself across a fucking room like you just like, I can I can love that bit where he's kind of just trying to work out the code as well as it makes the people are coming out and they're looking at him like, is he wearing women's sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> but then they just walk in, just so cool. Like, oh, you so just cool. need to react to them. And they had that, that a wee joke on their website. Like, to, also on the website, they had a guest book, and to get access to the guest book, you had to punch in the number for the penthouse to get access to that part of the website. Nice. And I was like, <laughs> 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 what was their number? 0604. Just write it down. I wrote it down wrong because it's 0406. Well, it was 4 6. 4 6. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, ah, he was doing that, but that was wrong. Then the fucking Indian guy came in 0 4 0 6. The Korean Indian dude. Yeah. Named after the dude from 0 4 0 6. Definitely. I was so desperate. I can't give myself fuck my own daughter. Good luck with that, Andy. I'm fucking right to shit about you on this guest book, by the way. It's like your post gets liked by the director, and that's it. It's just <laughs> used to be left on that fucking website. Uh, so, uh, when it comes to the internet's reaction to Old Boy, and we've not finished it, what have I missed? No, you've missed it the bit where you find out that, he, that it was the guy that actually let his sister die. Aye, that could have saved her. She she asked him to, and I Mm. think because he loved her so fucking much, he was absolutely besotted with her. Mm. That he was like, he just couldn't not go against what Mm. she wanted. Because obviously the shame that again it must be a cultural thing. That must Mm. be like fucking holy shit. Mm. Shame must fuck you up. And it's the same with like it was just the whole way they were doing that scene where it was. Uh, he's holding her teenage him Aye, teenage her and then it cuts and it's him in the suit crying and it's uh, all like, drilling out his nose and he's on her and then it cuts back and it's, it's the boy and then he's in the elevator and then it's it's just the shot like let her go oh no she takes one like she, she takes, takes a, a photo she takes a selfie before. a very important photo <laughs> it's like <laughs> she takes a selfie she's like yo <laughs> I've got swag. And then he just cocks the gun and shoots himself and says, fuck you, no. <laughs> but it's, it's a great show where he just makes the gun in his hand and then he twitches the, the thumb and it, you hear the cock and the, like, the pistol and like, and then you just hear poof and him shoot across the elevator and it's like, just so fucking well put together. It's like, it's like, in a sense, like, it's a really good film. It's like, fucking air, like the way it's put together and it's not just now Jacob fights Edward in a field like so then it's just a camera baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so much fucking thought it's like it's a really well thought out film I mean, it's and, then, and then he goes to New Zealand Was it? no I it, think it, New Zealand there's snow 
And the hypnotist. Uh, well, <laughs> they meet, they go to the, the hypnotist and do it, but that whole sequence was filmed in the mountains in New Zealand. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so there is a note on here where they went there, and that's why over the end credits, it's the sound of the winds. He wanted to record that in the sense that people could hear, to hear the sounds of New Zealand, the mountains of New Zealand. So, aye, he but the aye, the, <laughs> the mountains of New Zealand. Could be just the guy going, over, <laughs> over a stack of money going, this is, this is New Zealand, this is Scotland. <laughs> wow. You get, wow. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking spike the radar there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'm going to try and knock that down so I don't like bludgeon my listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. Oh. <laughs> the tens of listeners simultaneously <laughs> twitching on buses or walking home going, <laughs> just like a a oh. Tourette like kick car so um, try to look at any trivia that I've aye, the last scene was one of the things I noticed about it being in New Zealand which would link with sympathy for Lady Vengeance is all the themes of purity how there was snow at the end there was white like he was one to kind of start again, mm. make me forget the notice of me knocking the arse at my daughter. I'd quite like to continue doing this, but not th- know I that don't she's, want my to daughter. Know she's my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we could, if you could just wipe that memory out, and we oh, could yeah, just it was the hell of the bit where she said, right, you're going back to his hotel suite, and you're looking in the reflection of the glass." Uh, and the monster, and the monster walks yeah, one way, and you walk another. The monster uh, walks away, and it's just a reflection of him watching himself walk away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. So does that mean he's going to keep pumping his daughter? Yes, Aye. a lot. And okay, yes, high five that shit. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty tidy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just make me forget it, I'll be fine. It's like, oh. <laughs> it had so good on me, I, I really don't know what you see in me, but I feel this connection between us. <laughs> oh, you would have loved my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a connection you lived in my balls. <laughs> 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 so yes, internet reactions. IMDB gave Love. it eight point four nice. based on two hundred and two thousand votes. It got it into the ranking position of eighty four in IMDB's top two hundred and fifty movies of all time. Nice. Uh Rotten Tomatoes Kept it fresh at 81%. That was 107 fresh reviews compared to 25 rotten. And audience gave it the rating of 94% fresh based on uh, 125,000 votes. Nice. Not bad. It picked up a couple Best Actor awards and, well, Choi Min Sip got two awards for Best Actor and uh, Park Chan picked up three for Best Director. Um, it, obviously that one picked up the most so it did get quite a lot of film awards best Asian like usually uh, I guess Philly again possibly mm-hmm. um, as I said on the Blu-ray release fucking, there are not as many special features as DVD but it does have all these deleted scenes as I said like the uncut police station sequence mm-hmm. and the same with it's more scenes to do with uh, Wu, J- uh, Wu Jin talking with the the is it the, hypnot- the hypnotist and trying to explain right I'm trying he's basically planning all this out with her mm. talking it out so it's I guess it 
possibly just got cut back because it, it, it does run it's a, well over two hours don't no I think it's one hour 59 minutes it clocks in it so but the last thing there's, there's not a lot of filler in it either no. and it's always, always something like driving Something's towards a resolution mm. thing there's not a lot of like they'll, they'll sit back and I missed the sunrise in <laughs> 15 years. I loved it. I didn't know how much I liked it until now. It just, I missed it's drinking. It just collapsed <laughs> on a pile of jellies. <laughs> 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 I look at the and it just comes at him like he's missed. <laughs> Car! Oh. <laughs> I can run <laughs> Just freaking the kids out the park when he smokes a pack for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hose goes off. Like oh, he, he just had a, <laughs> his dick just took a shit. Look, oh. <laughs> shit Just goes straight back in the police station. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I told you I'm the park guy. Some just like, thinking some of the great shots is obviously when they realise they're bugged. Is that shot where they're walking through the station? And he just holds up the the note of paper. Uh, and. Uh, like there's so many still shots of like that one shot going to be then and then it's like it is just like the sort of shot you see that and it kind of piques your interest and like kind of tell me more yeah. why are you bugged <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the note when he was originally trying to find his daughter he gets given the note uh, that she's in Stockholm Sweden there's a telephone number if you dial that number it now reads, uh, the number has been shut down at the request of the owner and it refers you with another number passing it on to the Embassy of the Republic of Korea in Stockholm, Sweden. So they just pass you on to the Korean Republic if you phone that number. Because <laughs> I guess everyone started phoning that number and the guy had to basically just Disconnect. shut it down. I was just thinking another wee sort of thought as well. Um, is it, is it, no, is it um, Stockholm Syndrome as well? Which is when, if you're held hostage, you become like attached to the That is like, that's how obvious was that they missed it. That film was like half arsed then. <laughs> <There's> no, that was <laughs> thought like fucking to another level on this. Like, Between that and GI Joe retaliation, I mean, I know, the work put into them. Beautiful. <laughs> and the words of Jay Z. You have seen it? No. Yeah, that's actually quite funny. Do you know that? It's part of G.I.J. retaliation. I have seen that. It's just disgusting when they're on ninjas fooling at the side of their mouth. <laughs> like, why are you there? What the fuck are you hanging about at the side of their mouth for? There, there wasn't a remixed version of everyone was kung fu fighting. Yeah. No, I think there was just some wob-wob that would run on the floor. Wob-wob. Nice. <laughs> 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 I thought it was like numb metal, is what it was. Like, jiggy jiggy jiggy. Uh, it was enough metal. <laughs> uh, imagine if it was wobble, but it was swinging on ropes, and then just go back a bit, and then front a bit, and then back a bit, and then front a bit. Just like the music goes, and the fox stop in time with the music. There's nothing wrong with scratching on vinyl, sir. Right, so Lady Vengeance. Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Aye. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Last part of the 
Revenge trilogy from Park Chan-wook. Yep. The plot goes uh, after a 13-year imprisonment. Little theme there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for kidnap and murder of a six-year-old boy, Lee Gyeongja uh, starts seeking revenge on the man that was really responsible for the boy's death. With the help of fellow inmates and reunited with her daughter, she gets closer and closer to her goal. That is the IMDb movie in a nutshell. Yep. So, yeah, so, Andy. I quite like it. I liked it, especially like the twist when he thought it was the end when he got there. I'll we'll go into that in the detail, but mm-hmm. I really like the twist. It was nearly what I thought was the end, but then there was another halfway the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor? Mm, my first favourite was Children of Man, actually. Mm. Oh, Children of Strange Man was your first, so that's the way I thought. Um, I, I do, I did quite enjoy it. This seemed to be the case. <laughs> like, I feel this was maybe like the progression of like Park Chan Wook going from right sympathy for Mr. Vengeance with a little touch of art in there. Old boy is getting a hang of it, and this one I was sort of like double barrel art, just art house. Yeah. Like, really, like. On the music, visual effects, especially like the director's cut where he had a vision and things like that. So, I did like it, but it's well, I'm just, it's just as engrossing as the others that I feel like I've been like after watching it originally, fine. But there are times I've seen it on TV, like if it's on, it's like, oh, that's me. I'll just sat <laughs> doing this. Is right. I'm, I'm just going through this, and yeah, it is the one I hear the most folk kind of grump about. Saying to like he's he's seen to get over himself now with these films. So I've heard like rumbles in the water that folk aren't as pleased with Lady Vengeance. They're thinking they're like, ah, he's just done one good film, look at him now, thinking he's Miss Art House. Hmm. I don't know, it's still got a lot of merits, it's just I would I would probably watch this one last, I would be us. Mm-hmm. I would it's still a great film and I think like you're saying he's definitely found himself and he's found the direction it's to go in. Yeah. Because looking at this third film compared to the first one, it's like night and day, isn't it? Yeah, aye, aye. And probably the budget on this one would have been fucking sky high. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, I, I never rolled in the budget uh, for this film. <laughs> oh, Andrew, I think you've you got to do, do work for once. No, silly is. Oh, I hate silly. What was the budget on what film? <laughs> 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 what so is its full title? Silly Fox. Just say Lady Vengeance. The budget of Lanwool. Because the best thing is, is like Siri has like the most trouble understanding a Scottish accent, right. and you're like the most Scottish out of the two of us. It's fucking fantastic. Let's find it. What was the budget for Sympathy for Lady Vengeance? Do you mean Lady Vengeance? Checking on that. So they gave him 0.5 more. Yeah. He said, Ah, oh, you've done really great on that film. <laughs> Here's half a million more. Oh, I actually got a lot of fucking beefy. What was the box office? Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's got that. It's got local currency 2.959 million British pounds. Basic movie information, runtime, writer, genre, production budget. 
Hvilken kom, når jeg så den, så gik kom til. Mm. Oh well. So, go ahead. Um, yeah, so it was, I liked how it, like, it, it done your different sort of imprisonment, where it was like you got to see, like, the, the female whole in prison, where they were sort of all put in a room. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Like fucking fundy. Oh, fucking it was like it's turning this different direction where it was sort of more colourful and they like they kind of built this character up like they were calling her was it the the white angel or something it's like she was in a prey in the corner she was all lit up and one woman was perfect in the middle of the night and her face was glowing aye aye so they all knew she was supposed to be the best thing that's coming out of this prison mm. and she all basically done favours for everyone in prison so she could repay them uh, once she had gone out. Because it was, you think she is really just a nice guy and get it woman, but she found out through the film that it was all just fucking plots all the way, all, it was all fucking calculated. Aye. And it is, as it slowly reveals it, I thought it was like, that is pretty genius in the way, like, just really good storytelling when they're yeah. doing that. And obviously there's, it's quite a big cast in that sense that they're going to all these different inmates and then you've got all these parents in the second half and like there's a lot of fucking faces in this to try and think of like i tried to know and i just failed Mm. uh but like at the very beginning where it was must be christmas and you had like half a dozen korean santas like singing like oh maybe christian (laughs) hymn music and they're presenting people with tofu like for lack of purity and all this like white tofu to cleanse the soul and that and she just like topples the plate and walks away. He's like, Oh, Mr. Han just got his heart broken. You find <laughs> so as right away, it's like it's like now your character's sort of got a completely different attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, this is sort of like maybe this scorn of a woman type of thing where the it just prison has changed its name. Well, I, what I got from it was um, when, when she does get out, there's lots of shots kind of like, there's aerial shots, but a lot of shots from above her, as if like we are kind of like a higher power put in a position of judging her, as if to say, well, oh, you've done something bad, you've, you've served your time, whereas now everyone, everyone's going to be bad to you and all that. Mm-hmm. And when they were doing like the flashbacks, also, as she starts like, explaining her story and like she gets a wee job in the bakery and things like that yeah. asked for three months wage up front <laughs> and the guys are just because we're, we're all prison buddies we're fine but <laughs> uh, i just like that great scene where she had to re- reenact the crime i guess that's the thing they do in korea where they're just they do that in india as well they don't make the what was it the guy that was like that rape that happened if it was on the news for ages because they're not forced to the culprit to fucking reenact it all the fucking media walls of fucking cameras that fucking filming it and this I is might I find that actually this mm. is what we've done and fucking yeah. share with yeah. and that but it's also and it was also like when uh, Lee Ja is reenacting the crime but you see her like the police chief I, the, 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 that's how you find out that she, she 
Aye. Tell him the truth and why she was doing it, and then mm-hmm. he went and played along with it to fucking. Aye, right. It's been so long since I've seen that hard story for getting it twisted no. so quickly before the wingies sort of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was like that moment where, like, right, she had to smother the child, and there's two pillows. There's the brown one and a green one. Mm-hmm. And the police chief looks and he's pointing to the brown leather strap on his watch. Mm-hmm. So she picks up the right pillow, yeah, and and it's just how hysterical she gets. She gets that carried away and, and knocks, knocks the head knocks off the dummy, the and it's like again with the music, like. At this fucking peak, it's picking up, and she's getting hysterical. The music's matching her, and the media's going fucking mental. Ah, like, as the head comes up, it's like, fucking headless. Like an animal, like a beast, like yeah. freaking out. Also, it's, it's like, like it's like she's in a cage. Mm-hmm. All just just sitting fucking poking her with lenses and flashes. Yeah. And, but I let's get that made away. Um, well, obviously she's out of prison. She's uh, meeting up with all her inmates. Yeah. I think she comes across the police officer comes to the work when she's oh, working in the bakery, and it's, it's she. That's when she reveals the story to like uh, the young dudes. Yeah. I think what I might do is I'll run through the cast so we all know who our players are. Yeah, I uh, So our leading lady, Lee Gyum Ja, is played by uh, Lee Young A. Who is really only done about half a dozen films? Mm. She takes like Lady Vengeance has been her last film, and that's like two thousand six, I think. Mm. So she's not done anything really from there. She has done a lot of television, but all of that was dating back to two thousand three as well. Mm. So uh, she she did have a role in Joint Security Area back way back when. Uh, I I just like I just. When I hear that, I think Job Seeker's Allowance. What's that? What did you say to me? You son of a bitch! <laughs> Is that a Call of Duty term? <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> it's oh, just imagine that. Sorry, I have to watch out. Guy sneaks out with a sniper and he's fucking awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a visual medium. <coughs> yeah, well, look, it was a no, Don't even bother telling it, there's no making it. Well, no, no. Well, I'm raw the podcasts. No, no, the conversation stops, it'll start giggling. <laughs> start talking about college, he's like, Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> so, yes, uh, Mr. Bake is played by Joyman Sick. Right. Jenny is played by Kwon Yi Young, the daughter of uh, Lee Gim Ja. Uh, Gung Sik and Mr. Chang, played by Kim Shi Hu, and Odal Su. Where it's like, what was his story like? <laughs> How did he get into where he was today? Uh, they were playing the guys in the bakery. Uh, Gyum Sik is like the young teenage boy. And uh, Park Hee Jung is played by Lee Seung Shin, and that's uh, the wife of Mr. Bake. Obviously, there is a lot of people in this movie, yeah. all the inmates. I didn't want to get the Australians. One of them, like the da- the dad, is starred in over like a hundred and thirty different projects. He's in films like Australia, and oh. like he's a prolific actor. The other woman was in Neighbours. <laughs> <coughs> I've kind of been choked. 
from the things that you do I, on a I, I, I thought that was like, uh, I'm guessing like that and home away is sort of like apt in prison, like you need to do at least two years in there before you get <laughs> go anywhere That's else. That's like the fucking service in Korea. Ah, it was like, right, <laughs> there's the fuck, near enough the entire cast of Spartacus at least spent some time in home and away. <laughs> like, okay, fair enough. So. Back to the film story. Aye. Um, we reveal that basically it's like Mr. Old Boy, uh, Mr. Bake is the child killer and yeah. Yeah. it was like he had like the affair with Lee Gumja. It was sort of like just teenage like uh, like phoned yeah, him up saying, Oh, you said I was I was sexy yeah. and Well we know something like she was just like a tearaway teenager kind of thing. She got pregnant and mm-hmm. her mum didn't want nothing to do with her and her dad was a drunk. Mm-hmm. And she showed up at his house and he's standing there in a towel. I was yeah. like, oh. Get in here, that was something to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, just I suppose to, to go back to her, she, she comes across being like quite sexually aggressive, doesn't she? Um, when she gets her young lad back. Like a oh, oh, kind of thing. Oh, mum's dad went for a chaff. <laughs> and she just fucking, whoa. She kind of takes the bull by the horns, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's just a proper thing. Aye, but I was like, so she is kind of slowly like drip feeding the story to like obviously us as well as yeah. the people in the cast. <laughs> what the <Yeah>. fuck? <laughs> oh. What's in the picture? Oh. 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 Right, right first so. we need to go through the top which you can't see Right, uh, I didn't even go... I don't really remember all of it. I know there was one last that got put in for killing her pimp. That yeah. was like her first guy, the first girl. Yeah, and then it was the, the couple that robbed the bank. It was the husband and wife. Right. She, and she gave her a kidney. Aye. I, I, I do like the... I guess it's maybe the production value where the the line has got the blankets and one's got red and black hearts and she's got the one that's got uh, red and white hearts. So it's sort of like the, I don't know if it's like the art design or something, just the way the sets and like the bed sheets and all that, the way we're done, it was just like obviously a really arty feel, but it, it did work. Like red's a really predominant colour, like like red on white and things mm. like that. Like that is like... Mm-hmm. I was always like the things like what's with the eyeshadow, like vengeance, <laughs> punching the neck with scissors, like what? <laughs> but one of them, one of them should protect him for that fucking bully bitch should be the fucking lick my fucking hole. Uh, that, <laughs> that, was, that was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. An ugly woman get his fucking head. <laughs> oh, just chilling at the pool. It was just her face, and it was just like just. <laughs> It was like just jab with a hat. It's like you see her coming in out of your focus in the back and you see her walking in and then doing the Soaping up the steps. And then standing up and then leaving again. I like how every time she's like basically just fucking rubbing a woman's face down there and saying, if only that league comes out a little bit chunkier. Fucking skinny girls. I I hate skinny girls. I was like, just just get chunky for me, plump up. And she's like, aye, and she's sitting feeding her bleach on her uh, food. And how long did you do it for? Fucking immense, man. Just how, like, she's just sort of, at the end, she's just like, aye. Oh, 
And it's everyone in the play park is like play park and they're outside and go, for how long's like to the witch and they're all fucking and happy. She becomes the fucking the head She's fucking, fucking daddy now. Uh. <laughs> and it was just like the thing where they're all just saying, Oh, leave him jolly innocent and said, Oh no, we will watch her <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's just how she just slowly dies and she's just sitting there like next to food and she's like just drizzles the food with bleach. Like, she was, she was in the prison because she killed her, her husband, husband and, and the, the lover and, the and lover barbecued them. Barbecued them and ate them. <laughs> well, there was about 300 policemen coming at her with guns and just sitting in the front <laughs> garden. Mm, penis. <laughs> penis. What did you, I mean, looking at this cinematically as well, um, you know what's your little Wes Anderson stuff? Aye. I noticed there was very, very sort of similar kind of like really stacked wide shots mm-hmm. and a lot of them moving within the shots and like Again, with that in mind, because like I, I could see what you're meaning. I'll, I'll say I'll stand out a lot more watching it again. Mm. Thanks for bringing that Blu-ray back, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> so, um, but I love basically like that one couple, the the husband and wife that robbed the bank, and it's like it's almost sort of like talking heads thing, where it's like a reality TV show where it's like Cake Boss. Then it cuts to the person talking in the kitchen, <laughs> and it cuts to them where it's like, yeah, well, when she got put in prison, and it's like, and then when I got put in prison, why, why couldn't they just put couples in a couple's prison? Husband's like, then it wouldn't be prison, it would be heaven, and they're just like just <laughs> sitting <laughs> gushing. Ah, <laughs> oh, just like they're in the fucking Big Brother diary room talking to the camera, <laughs> and it's like, oh Jesus Christ, this is a sickly sweet couple, and then like she basically tore up the pages of was it some sort of Bible. And she basically was like, oh, it was a, a gift a, from a dying inmate. And aye, says, this she was is a like, member of the North Korean, she was a North Korean spy. Aye, aye. Um, and the book turned out to be the... The blueprints to a gun that she had a dream about. Aye, and <laughs> it was just the whole thing, like the blueprint of the gun looked amazing. And aye. like he, he was the guy that was able, they went, the couple, they were able to help make the gun. No, they made the beast, they made somebody, somebody else made the fucking sculpture. friend done sculptures, aye. And, uh, Done the metal art and it's just when it was all put together, it was like it was like a badass, like maybe like again like a steampunk right. sort of thing, uh, like two barrel pistol. Uh, and yeah, four triggers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and they're saying it's shit, like so you have to make sure you point the gun at the person's face for it to work. And says so, that's not a problem. Yeah, a ranger, <laughs> so and it was obviously again where it's like right, need to find my daughter. Thankfully, I didn't need to fuck this one. Right. <laughs> um, and again, it was like, was it Australia? Yes. Mm-hmm. Aye, so, and it was the thing where they went over there. I thought she was being something really sensible. So like, she met the parents, and they're all fine. The next thing you know, they're all shit faced, drunk, <laughs> falling over. And it's like, did she drug them? Is she going to kidnap her daughter? It just. No, I thought it was just a fucking dig in Australia. Ah, like a, like a bit of a piss take of a stereotype. Right. Stereotype, so every kind of Australia gets fucking wasted all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, the 
they're shit faced and they're just they're trying to comp- like compliment her saying you're such a beautiful woman and, yeah. and I thought that just Australian dad was like I'm going to try and get these two in a room <laughs> <laughs> it's like have a fucking crew eyes I'm not doing a temper accent <laughs> so um, but it was that fucking completely 360 where it's like right they come just a little bit crazy she's very reserved then her daughter's standing with a knife to her neck so take me to Korea mm. I was like and the fucking Australians are crying. It's like, what's she doing? It's like, I'm going to fucking d- kill myself unless you take me back to you with the Koreans. Like, holy sh- fucking kids. It does have some really awkward where it's like, she's trying to talk English, yeah. but she's talking Korean and. They're just going, no! It's like, yeah, no! It's like, take me to Korea! <laughs> and next thing you know, she's right there with a kitchen knife. Greeting, it's like, oh, fuck, I guess we're taking her to Korea. <laughs> and, yeah, quite a beautiful forest scenery. I think that was when, where they did they no travel back to the school? Yes. And there was like, all these, again, lots of snow, and I kind of thought, you'd maybe picked up, but you just fell in love with New Zealand. It's like, Fucking snow's quite good for film. Uh, like, buy a so fucking ton of salt. <laughs> like destroy wildlife. <laughs> the slugs. <laughs> but it was like when they bought the dog, my was like, oh that dog's cute. It's like that's not oh, that's not gonna be a pet that dog. Was, that was her. I, no, I thought it was going to, I was just happy, oh, they're going to, she's got a pet for her lassie. Uh, so there's somebody she could sit with and she's going to be away doing her fucking crimes. But no, it's like, let's see if this pistol works. Like, uh, buy a watermelon. Although it is their food, basically. So she just basically shot a pig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it just cuts the next shot and it's barbecue. And it's going, oh. like, oh, where's Benji? Like, picks up the head. No, 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 I want to go back to Australia. <laughs> no, I want to come to Korea. I was like, oh, first class ticket, right? Just waste my time. Alright, that's what the mum's like. He's just like, take me to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Biting on the dog leg. <laughs> this is Korea. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> what do you fucking ask for? Mm-hmm. There's no shrimp on this part of me. It's oh. dog. I reckon my notes are really all over the place with this one. Yeah. Uh, later in the story when like Mr. Bake like I can't even remember how he got introduced to it like obviously he to the Odyssey guy ah he gets introduced to the did, primary school when they're doing the, the flashback to the how she done it kind of thing yeah she looks up and he's standing on the hilltop with a bird in one of the fucking the big brown things aye and he's just sitting there going pointing to the fucking bird as she's walking in because mm-hmm. there was a shot where like she just had it planted in her head and she was just dragging a wee dog with his head on it a dog's tail uh, and right, that was, shoots that, that was at the very start when she was in prison was it not when she had uh, a dream mm-hmm. and there was just this dog tied to a chair being <laughs> it was like it was on a fucking rocking horse and she just dragged it uh, out uh, and there's just the dog's tail sitting in the wagon with the chairman six head on it it's yeah. like <laughs> it's different it's when she, um, well, I suppose like that scene where, alright, dinner's ready, he just, he just fucking bends his wife over 
screaming to start to slap on him a bit because he's they, they drug him with the food aye aye and they just he can something's going on but he's still get pulled in aye like I think he knew the food was tainted he yeah. kind this was happening aye, because she, she the, the priest ratted her out aye aye the priest ratted her out like he aye. showed up at the school with pictures saying well this is this lassie is meeting with your wife yeah. and he's like but they didn't get into the length where they've just it's not bleaching your food this time, it's chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting there and she, yeah, she's sitting there, they kind of her tooth was missing, but she got battered with the pus a wee oh, bit. Yeah, she got bruised. It's just the look on her face that she's grinning. Aye, like that. Blood did her teeth are kind of covered in blood. Aye, and she's just grinning as you like, she just comes and kicks him off the table. But it's, it was, I think it was the right choice bringing. Try him in second, like yeah, uh, this is the best to lay this. Aye, aye, there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. He's been shit bagged in And the aye, I must be close to that scene where did the hitmen hitmen must have came before she got hold of him. Aye, that was directly before that because he hired the hitmen to get her. After getting word for the priest. After uh, finding out that she was there, because I, I think he was only getting the priest to follow his wife. Right. He thought he kept something was going on. Then he saw the photo of the children together and clicked. And then hired the child comes to go and get her. Mm-hmm. Or to get she her. gets her tattooed in the street. Yeah. Uh, and with the, 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 the fucking. The, the vengeance voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, it was like, based for some of the notes, all the main cast of old boy make appearances in this movie and then like the two guys from sympathy for mr vengeance both make appearances as hitmen yeah. and every time they come up with <laughs> this is like some kind of just like they said and they just see her they turn off the lights like oh shit uh, they sit cutting the power bolts and that so they can't uh, be seen the deacon that they're there mm-hmm. and it's like they just properly beat the fuck out of like that is a, that's what i wrote my notes a they get her out of the car and just like kneeing her in the stomach, punching her in the face, know, slamming her against the car. Like they have got a cloth. Uh, I think she's like, I don't see her mono here saying I held my breath for the longest time or something like that. And then they think she's out in the trap trying to put her in the car. And then she fucking reacts and catches them one and they're just so fucking angry. Beats <laughs> her to the ground. Hopefully it's not like what he does simply for Mr. Benjamin with the cunt's face was slow and it's like, <laughs> we can afford CG, we can afford CG! Just laying in yeah. knee into Hopefully it was just like a stunt woman, it was just a guy in a wig. Mm. Like, go on. It could also be that it just you're watching like two guys beat like a woman, mm-hmm. you know? Aye. Like, it's just one of those. Someone's just no fucking, it's no tolerated it, but then when you see it happen, it's fucking, when you see it go in your stomach. And then just for a... What's it? Is it no hanging? He's got done in ah, the barrel. Ah, he thinks she's knocked out, and then she like standing right behind him with the gun at the back of the scene. Ah, and then it's just they always have the shot of the face and go. Poof, 
<laughs> being shit sailed. The other one put the lass in her knife. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of walking back and she, she just starts running. She's striding. She shoots his hog off. The nigger just shoots her, chops her off. But his hog comes off and he's still holding the knife. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. I didn't know that. But like that could mean what you're saying is like your Wes Anderson things where it kind of looked like the exact same background. There's just this alleyway with street lights and they were just walking and it went dark and then light whenever yeah. she was passing the street lights and the snow. And it was just sort of like just the same frame kind of going in circles until she catches up and then it goes to dark and you hear like the gun bang. And mm-hmm. But I thought it was like perfect for just to bring in for a wee cameo for like the folk that's seen the other films. Mm-hmm. It's just Aye, I was because I was supposed to be seeing it as you still doing it, I thought, oh, he's in it too, you have to off to it. Aye, it's like when we've got a wee family going, it's like a wee fucking universe with all the same actors that are in all these films. Aye, yeah, I bring it in the same faces. Aye. Um, That's good, but I, mean, I like the way people do that, it's mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> watching like the old Bruce Lee movies and the same guy, she's a short playing different roles, yeah. like... James Tien and anyone else? Ding dong boo. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. There's some dude who called that, that'd be cool. Okay. Uh, one of the sickly moments in that movie was like obviously when they knock out Mr. Mr. Back and they find out they see his mobile phone. Aye, that was that was the twist. That's the twist that got me, like where she thinks it's all over and she's got him and she lifts up his phone and it starts ringing. It's got wee charms. Five charms on the phone. Right at the very bottom, it's got the orange marble that went missing for the fucking lorry that's done all the news and everything. Right. And it was like that thing, like, this is, this has happened more than once. And realised that he's done it all the time she's been in prison, but he's kept on doing it. Aye, and it, it was like, it was sort of like, fuck, this has gotten like, kind of, a little bit more evil, and it's just when they find the tapes. Oh, that is the most horrific the one. Like, like the child's hanging the little girl. Like, yeah, it's the shot. Even the one where the parents, the wee lord, he's just fucking screaming for his mum. Uh-huh. And he's just sitting there looking, looking and at the camera, smiling and everything. Like and he's, he is, he's fucking overly enjoying it. He's uh-huh. not trying to sympathize, just trying to calm the bear and do and do what he needs to do. He's but a fucking absolutely. English teacher for children in a profession as well. Mm-hmm. And it's. Just, it's just that shot with the lassie and he's walking away whipping the rope uh, and then he sets back in the seat and you just hear that like pulls the, pulls the rope the chair comes out from underneath her feet. Uh, and then it just cuts and it's the fucking parents of the child like the woman falling to the floor uh, crying that's when they actually get all of the kind of the go to the school because uh, like they've got him in the next room there uh, and mm-hmm. that is kind of having a debate uh, should we give him to the police or should we give him to the but it's a fucking genius move that they've it's all piped through at him. Uh, so he can, he can just torturing him that even is, more. That is fucking so clever. Like. Yeah. And it is, it's just, that's one of the hardest things I've watched. Like, all three of the films, even though I can't, it's just it's a fictionalised film, but mm. you can just imagine being a parent and watching Because that, that shit yeah. goes on in real ah, life. You can and somewhere you're basically else. seen into the mind of a fucking psychopath. Mm. Mm. It was, I think that was that one moment with the chairs like I, I think I was like choked up but you're sort of choked and was like angry at the same yeah. time like just I'm witnessing a monster here yeah. this is what the fuck and it was I, I just kept saying like, he's a, I just kept thinking well, he's a good choice kind of thing 
Like the, the right type of monster. Like he, he's a brilliant monster in his own. And I guess like that thing is like I guess ten up to eleven and well I guess what is more scary is him and I saw the devil or like there's some moments in sympathy for Lady Vengeance where that's almost a little bit like you're doing this to children. I think that's worse than my opinion. Ah, uh, that is a wee bit harder to take than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whereas than just the serial killer. I think he's more sort of fun and I sort of. Ah, he's got a bit, of, a bit of humour to him. Aye, and doesn't really go after kids or that. Whereas mm-hmm. in him, like mm-hmm. you, you've got somebody who's older and you can easily dominate things. Not that. Uh, it's uh, not even a challenge. Nah, mm-hmm. in his name, whereas obviously in this, he's and it's a teacher killing children it's like mm-hmm. parents leave Which their kids with teachers he's another <laughs> fucking genius really as well he's yeah. playing like mm-hmm. he's such a beast but he's got he's basically just sitting in a fucking smorgasbord every day of his working life mm-hmm. really, and yeah, but they explain that it's like he never tends he never takes parents when he's in class he goes to another class mm-hmm. and then he moves to another school and does it again and he's kept mm-hmm. on doing it and it was just they gave like they got everyone together mm-hmm. and explained it and it was just that twist of said right here's a video of this person killing uh, your child your child and your child like like I guess uh, in the sense like no no like maybe some people sympathize like it was in the news about that man that was killed on Christmas Eve by a couple of drunk maids and the women came out because they're in the they're Christians and that, and she said, well, John would have wanted me to forgive them, so I forgive the people that killed my husband on Christmas Eve as he was going to church to play the music and all that, mm-hmm. and she just openly forgives him because she knows that's what her husband would want, so maybe they would have, like, that aspect, but then if you see the video of it happening, like, that just brings mm-hmm. the fucking okay. rage out in you, and you're like, fucking let me well, out, let me out. That would be why they give a head of that information, maybe they could ever could show that to someone. It's, 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 it's kind of like a fantasy of of, I suppose, people who are, or you always sort of hear about it, like what we saw in the news tonight, kind of, I would, I would love to kill them. And, again, that, that's like one lad who's watched kind of Ted and Sons die. Mm. And that's kind of, it makes her a wee bit of a shit bag as well, though. You can, like, sort of, you know, like the parents have kind of had that time to go over the death right. of their children mm-hmm. and maybe start moving on with their life, whereas she's just pulled them right back mm-hmm. to that point and watching somebody that you can never see again going mm-hmm. through that. See what their last moments were. Aye. Because you vibe has got you, like, the good memories of that's all you've got. Aye. And then she's shown you the fucking she worst she can become I'd probably break half the parents, to be honest. Like, yep, counselling. Like, does she not kind of have the thought in her head that it's all her fault? If she tell the truth to Stanley, none of the parents would have been killed. Because she came, she did come to that mm. realization. I reckon how it started, if like we reckon his timeline in the sense no, of maybe she was like, was she the first no, one? I was the first to go out with the tapes, kind of thing. Right. There was wee num- there was numbers written on the tapes. Aye. So she was the first because they they the one she thought was their parents were dead as well. Mhm. Then she went and was like, oof. Aye. Forget my job. I should note down the film, but they're saying this ending was a not a, maybe a spoof of Murder on the Orient Express. They're saying there's a similar ending where all the people are gathered to take a stab at the killer, 
and an old woman kills the killer with scissors. I've never ever seen it, so uh, I couldn't even but identify that. But like, it, it's interesting that... It just I, made me think of fucking airplane. that moment in there where they're all queuing up they've got their their waterproof clothes on mm. and the guy's sitting over just a handle and he's like you can if you want to borrow my knife when you finish like nope and then slides on a big axe at the top holy shit <laughs> so i guess like they do still try to just like <laughs> just <laughs> who was the guy with the axe Jim? that was fucking rock again Aye. go on you thing me my gig the boy that likes to act the guy that, <laughs> yes, the last face seen in yeah. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, possibly the first face seen in Old Boy. The guy with the best weapon. <laughs> La- Lady Vengeance. So, um, it is my, definitely a harder, like a tough film to take yeah. in. And for completely different reasons, for like compared to the first movie we talked about. And, but, I think in like, one of the key notes that the director talked about what he wanted to do with Mr. Vengeance was desaturate the picture as the film goes. So the oh, film yeah. finishes as a black and white movie. But he basically got to do that with uh, Lady Vengeance. Mm. Um, yeah. On the director's cut um, of the Blu-ray, the film fades to black and white as the film goes. You never really notice it until they get to the school and then like you basically at that point there is no colour left in this movie until the final scenes where all the parents are reflecting what's happened and like the and they're sitting in the bakery and they've got the cake and each of them's holding the the keepsake from each child and it's the silence and somebody somebody talks about the angel and the orange marble and the green thing and the F that's the only colour remaining in the film. Whereas the copies are streaming because they went on Netflix right after it and it's just full colour for the whole film. Oh, so your normal version is that, but the director's vision was the picture to slowly desaturate into a black and white film. Yeah, I like that. I, like that. No, I didn't notice it until all you could see was the red, a red eyelash and the red blood on her lip. That's what I, I didn't notice it until I seen that. Aye, because the, the rest was... Like, basically grey and then I thought it was just like they were just taking out the olive blue or the green and just leaving the red in aye just where him and the eyelashes and everything they just eventually put it on mm-hmm. and that was the thing like the notes online they mentioned this thing happening they said it was only on the region 3 uh, DVD of it but they've obviously incorporated it into like the, the UK Blu-ray I reckon if the original DVD was the same but it was it was sort of like just a nice wee twist yes, the, 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 I had the I, I I got a Hong Kong import, oh, so I, maybe Asian. the it was a an Asian because usually I had to wait for Korean films. Korean films that import are fucking expensive, whereas when the Korean films then get released in Hong Kong, they're dirt cheap. So you just import the Hong Kong DVD of a Korean mm-hmm. film because they still usually feature English subtitles anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but I, 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 to be honest, I'm pretty sure that was still in full color. Because uh, I was only just this time noticing 
like this film's been went black and white. And they must they must have started when they were in the the hell pints and the trees getting battered and the poor flood. Possibly, I because that white that was pretty much black and white really, like the snow and night. It must have started. I, I'd never noticed that. Exactly. Really. It's so weird. And then once it's there, it's like, this is a black and white film. This is completely, mm-hmm. it snuck up on you. Well, I suppose if it wasn't a black and white film, was it, was there, I think the original had to have been an 18. Because they uh, were all coming out and they were fucking drenched in, in blood. blood. Oh, I think to the subjects of kidnapping and murdering children. That was the first thing that came in my mind was, that's why it's black and white. Because the, the amount of the blood that would have raised it up. It was sort of like what Quentin Tarantino done with Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. They done like one of the one of the fights towards the end. They just something like fight the blue leaves or something, and they just turned that black and white. And then there's like if you bought an ultra rare Japanese print, then it was in color. <laughs> or if you looked on YouTube, maybe you saved yourself twenty quid. <laughs> but could I ask someone as well? Why is she laughing her face into the cake at the end? Purity. Aye. Was it tofu? What she was being offered at the beginning of the the film. film, She didn't want it at the start because she had mere sin to commit. Right. She didn't want to purify her soul yet. I think it was, it might have actually been a cake in the shape of tofu because it was the bakers that delivered it. So I reckon if they're making tofu in a bakery, but it it was the exact same shape as the tofu the priest presented. The ball on the top and the the decoration. Right. So being that is now like she's... She's pure, she's ah, done her dreaming, now she can redeem. Oh, isn't it like, they, they got this, oh, bad and <laughs> <laughs> She's doing fucking intention with me then, like, oh, what the fuck? Like, wipe away the sin, wipe away the sin, <laughs> like in the play, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, come on. Get it, I really like to go through. That's sin free. Right. Like, ah, so, work on Monday? It's like, <laughs> uh, no. No, therapy for lots of years. <laughs> Ah, uh, so, let's see, uh, internet's, well, actually, main cast of all boy, all made appearances in this movie, obviously we had Choi Min-sik yeah. as Mr. Bake, uh, Mr. Han showed up as the priest, uh, Kang Hye-jun, the daughter, was a TV presenter on one of the scenes, very, like, just blinking you miss her type of thing. She was a television host, yeah. and it cuts to, I guess, reporting of the crime type mm-hmm. of thing. Then, of course, you got Miu Ji Tae at the end as the adult uh, one. Adult ghost, uh, ah, I adult ghost. for the ghosts again. Showing up, was he smoking as well? Aye. It's like originally the, the, the wee lassie seen, seen the ghost like halfway through it. Aye. And then it kind of cut to like she was narrating the whole fucking story all along. Because I didn't want my, I didn't want my mum to kill me. I'd seen her first because she would have been distraught or something like that. Mm. Aye, it was strange. Like that's just a small supernatural element. Just boxing ghosts and talk like talking with them. Did the wee boy just know to tell her to shh? No, she asked. She just came. She was half sleeping. She sat because she heard the wee. I'm throwing her these marbles. marbles. The run. She when we speak English, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> no time for that, Doctor Jones. This just runs in. That's what it looked like. It looked like him. <laughs> Come back, short stack. And then she just lay back down. You took four cards. Then you chair. I've never seen that in the original. I'm gonna. Let's get rid of it. Let me save the file first. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen the worst one. 
Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Oh, you know, that's oh, what I first and then I never watched it. Oh, jeez. It'll get better as you go back. Oh, it does. Sort of shit. Oh, so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that a. Is that a peach? <laughs> is that a peach? <laughs> no, that is. I just seen a shadow and I was like, what the fuck have you got a peach on these walls? That's a giant peach. That could have been real. Internet's reactions to Lady Vengeance, 7.6, based on 36,600 volts on IMDb. Yeah, that was fairly good. I feel it's sort of in the stage of there's some folks didn't like it, but there's probably still a majority enough people like this sort of film coming out of Park Chan Wook. Rotten Tomatoes gave it the average of 74% fresh, 63 fresh reviews compared to 22 rotten. Uh, audience give it the vote of 85% fresh. Yeah. Mm. When it comes to awards, it won 11 Ooh. and it was nominated for 9. Uh, it won 11 and it was still nominated for another 9, nine awards that I never got in on. Uh, and of course, the leading lady, uh, Lee Young A, picked up four Best Actress awards mm. basically just across Asia, just sweeping the board. So. Deservedly so. That was really like a film that was on her shoulders. Because there's much to be informed with it. It's that kind of film focusing on the I feel when I think about it, there's a lot of male, like mainstream films, a lot of male driven ones. I know right. maybe going back to like Shiri, that was like the original Korean cinema, yeah. and there was like female assassin type of thing. But um, that was a long time ago possibly like my first Korean film but I when it comes to <laughs> heavy does she giggle at it because she's got another one <laughs> 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 I'm just not aware <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Sober up now, guys. Yo. <sighs> so. <laughs> I just managed smashing the fucking TV. You saved people. I was wrong. <laughs> um. So, I guess actually. It really needs to be time for me and you to rate this on our spreadsheet oh, of right. films. Films. Let's rate them. You know what it's fucking prepared? It doesn't take that long to open a spreadsheet, I Andrew. Enough of this stuff. Just <laughs> right, so what are you going to put this order in then? Based on this trilogy, um, what's the top of your, what's the best one? Three, one two. So you like Lady Vengeance best? No. Three one. I said best one at the top. You said three one two. I didn't chronologically. 
to fucking fuck Wait, your mind. If you're chronological and then you start with the latest film. No. I'm sitting down my list. First film was the last. The second film was first. Just say I like Old Boy, then I liked I'm Mr. sorry, Avengers. you can't fucking work your fucking numbers in your head. Don't ask for numbers, ask for films. Right. Right, what okay. are you saying? Old boy. Old boy is your top this of the trilogy. Year, right? This my is not. There you go. List one. Fucking go. Old boy four. Fuck Star Wars. Who's them? Better than saying they're them. Does fallen old boy? Maybe they're them. Korean top five. And then fucking in between several mates. But fucking Korean. That is your choices there. Yeah. But I would change it. I'm okay to do that. But you can eh, no. So, um Are they up? Let's see, I would put Old Boy in at number four. It's only number four because he's favourite actor of all time. You just, you just kind of get past <laughs> that rock hard six pack. It's like, oh, no, just try and. If you watch fucking. You watch the six fucking G.I. Joe for that, we're number one. <laughs> that contention is based, like I've never seen before. <laughs> Who's a fucking prick wall? It's that, there's that fucking shot in The Good, The Bad and The Weird where he just sits up in bed and just looks like a spine being bent backwards. Like, ah, uh, just, <laughs> yum. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I was, yun, I was saying his name. Um, oh, damn it, it's like, I have to put all these films really high up because they're just so damn good. Yeah. Um, Berlin Five was really good as well. Right, so I need to put... Uh, sympathy for which one? Sympathy for Slut. Mr. Slut. <laughs> sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. That's one of the. And then sympathy for the lady. Let's put Lady Vengeance. Okay, so I'll put Old Boy in at number four. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance at six, and Lady Vengeance at seven. You're giggling again. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like them, Trevor? What order? Oh, um, I would go uh, Old Boy first, um, then Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and Lady Vengeance. Fair enough, that's good. Mm -hmm. So, um, when adding up overall, the Vengeance or Revenge trilogy picked up 30 wins altogether and a 20 further nominations. <laughs> this is not one. So that's 30 nominations is pretty funny. Oh my good mm. lord. Yeah, so when it comes to availability uh, in the UK, obviously we have the Vengeance, the Vengeance trilogy on DVD which for some reason is higher than the Blu-ray, 
but there is still the the purple velvet box limited edition Which at fifty five pounds. It was ah, it was before Blu-ray. So yes, it was the Vengeance trilogy on DVD, which came with Hammer, which was actually a bottle opener. Nice. Oh. Uh, the blueprint of the gun, and just still shots of the films. I don't think there's a significant item from Mister Vengeance unless they were dishing out little chunky bracelets, uh, necklaces. But. Yes, that is still available. Um, so, I if you really want to pick up that box set just for the novelty hammer bottle opener. That's what I was wanting for. Definitely. It's going to be there. I hope you're not free. <laughs> 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 just, a, just a red dot. I'd like yeah. you in the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Next shot's just like Smash Glass. Going, <laughs> 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 it's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that is us really just really talking shit again <laughs> <laughs> we've finally gotten to the end oh, of yeah. this mammoth podcast trilogy yeah mm-hmm. it's got to be a bitch to try and figure out how to distribute this whether we put in as one lump sum or one phase of monster a monster cast like just make the fucking listeners feel how we feel sitting on these hard ass chairs yeah <laughs> fucking hours in. yeah so um aye we have we've, we've went through it guys it's, right. it's it's been good to finally talk about them and mm. it's been fun actually re-watching them and now I feel the urge to kind of watch them again again aye for like new things that you've picked yeah. up we pick up on it you didn't pick up exactly so it just like gives you an incentive to watch it once more I, I, just, I just make it layman's terms for him, please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> folk that didn't talk as close as him. What? <laughs> anyway, um, I didn't want to talk about the old boy remake, but we're we're pushing on a little bit later. No, we're not. Now. We still have six minutes. What you, I am not too worried about it. I yes. think it's, if you just look at it as, pretty much that is like a the original best. Aye, it was always going to get remade. Right. If it is good. I mean, the trailer, I was like, I was again just a pro- proper snob, like, <laughs> what, old boy remake, oh mm. shit, watch the trailer, I was like, well, because mm-hmm. it, it's got like some good stars in it. Because at, at first we were given sort of the arty poster where it was, it's him in a field, not, not on the rooftop, he's uh-huh. clearly in a field and there's somebody in the background with an umbrella, really artistic brush swipes of the word old boy, and like, oh fuck. And of course, Josh Brolin looks like he's falling out of the Matrix. Oh. <laughs> and then. Because he's not got the crazy hair, he's just got his head shaved for a start. Aye, so uh, you're a little bit hesitant. I mind posting the, the trailer online going, to, oh, do I watch it? And then I was like, this looks like it, it's gritty, it, it does have the feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel it could, it might be pay, paying some homages, like the. The bit where he's the hammer. No, it was a bit where he was getting fed at the start of the trailer. Just yeah, just enough seats for seats. And he's like got his hair up and he's trying to grab him and his legs and pulls in. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but it's even like the shot where he's basically got Samuel Jackson and he's drawn the lines on his throat as if the hammer to the guy's forehead. Oh. I felt like they're just like maybe that was just a wee reference going across. Yeah. So like they've I think they've added twists to it because obviously he just pulled out a box cutter. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson became all Samuel Jackson. Oh, <laughs> oh hell no. 
Mm, there's no snakes in this plane. But it's just, uh, you can't, it's not going to be as intense as the no. original because no, it can't I, get I, away with what they did in, that, in, in America. Mm-hmm. Never get away. Do, do you imagine to have the same sort of powerful music to it? Do you think it's going to have a real orchestra style soundtrack? Well, oh. I, I can't really imagine anything other than the Matrix soundtrack. <laughs> 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 I, I don't mean it's, you've got that whole thing that the Wii seems to come every week with us as like, is Spike Lee going to push the boundaries on it? Is he going to sort of turn and go, you can what, I'm making this for what it is, not for studio dollars. Mm-hmm. Because that is, if they go that way, it'll end up being what, like a 12A, and can you imagine how shonk that's going to be? Then how the, because like, incest alone would turn it to a 15. And that's got to be removed. That, that, that can't completely from it. I'd, uh, no. I can't see them doing that. How they have to make the whole film plausible. Aye, and uh, to be fair, you will get like the people that are they watch films and stuff now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, I. Hi, my granddad. That's a Korean film. How you we, we fought the war with them. <laughs> How'd you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I read the subtitles. It'll be made for that kind of market. And I don't think an incest thing is going to go over well unless it was some kind of nasty Hills Hawaii sort of kind of teen horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so if depending on how they're going to market it, mm-hmm. who they're going to try and get into the cinema, they could go for like an R rating on it. Um, that would I, that would pull in their pocket if they didn't have the miniature way. I, and and I think that's kind of what they're going to yeah. go for. Mm-hmm. And whether or not they'll, they'll probably be do it like they'll have the Die Hard. Um, the last like one. a harder revision. Ah, you like th- they'll milk it. They'll say right, well here's the twelve we one. You can take your friends to see, magic, mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll release like an extended hard as fuck cut. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Hammer edition. I uh, get out the box. Fucking fuck your daughter edition. edition. Fuck that. <laughs> dick, dick in the daughter edition. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck so, the spoiler yeah. edition. The spoiler <laughs> bye. You just peel back the tape, like, oh, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, I'll peek behind the curtain. Is, is the fucking twist at the end? Incest system. It could, it might. It could be used the American version if they're not going that direction. It could be in the, just the sense of the torture, like, you, right. You drove my sister to suicide or something. Yes, like, right, you I. You tortured her for. Tell you what it is. You picked her up. They say at the end, they say, right, look at your face. Look at your face. Look at your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's your twist, right? And a SWAT team just breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Run, monster! <laughs> oh, he looks in the mirror. He is the bad guy. Ah, you're the fucking terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be the thing where, like, you saw the guy having incest, like, getting on with his sister. Yeah. I'm gonna just imprison you for 15 years and torture you. Maybe there might not be any connection with the girl, but the whole reason of this torture was because you've done this to me. But there was symmetry there. Like, you done this to me. I've kind of done this to you. Yeah. Mm. Fair's fair, but there is like they're acting it up in the trailer where it's is it something like Elizabeth Olsen? It's not the Olsen twin. It's like this is as the younger yeah, sister. The one with and <laughs> and there's one like she's been interviewed on television about like the father killing the mother, and it looked like it was it wasn't her. She shows up in the later scene wanting to help him out. So like right so there. They've cut out the whole fucking hypnotist. So that could be maybe even some kind of a bit of fucking love triangle or something like, like that. I was thinking it could have been in the sense like 
uh, to protect the fucking like this killer's still at large, right? So we've got an actress to play the daughter, so it still adds that bit of mystery and explains why like, right? I'm not dragging her. I'm shagging away who's supposed to be the mother. Oh, you got to be helping me, bro. Man, trying to get your man to because <laughs> there is that one shot of just two naked people going yeah, across onto his, a bed it's like right so you've put your 15 years to just turn yourself to stone <laughs> you just need a fucking butt squat for a fucking <laughs> so I I am excited to see it I, they think like a, a lot of I, I think I'll probably go that far to see it so but there is like the internet like a lot of the Asian cinema groups I'm on the new are acting like just as if they've got a fucking skint knee with yeah. it. The hate, it's like when you're loyal to something like Asian cinema and America comes calling, you're anything that they fucking It'll never be as good. Well, the reason that they've got good reason as well, though, there mm. hasn't been a single decent horror remake in sort of J Cinema or K, or K Cinema, sorry, mm. that, that is actually as, that's superseded the original remake. Mm-hmm. And they've always been Arthur. fucking hard. Because mm. there always could be the thing that's lost in translation, where there's certain things. Well, listen, like, how the fuck's he gonna eat a squid in this? Like, where's he gonna get a hoodie of squid? Texas. Maybe this Korea town. Well, just like my take on it is, is especially with the horror stuff, is that like, there's no fe- there's no familiar faces there. You can't link them to any other thing, so it makes it it kind of puts it and maybe a, an extra realistic edge on it. It's like, holy shit, this could happen. Nobody's gonna call it a fucking pet, are they? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, I don't even know who these people are. Whereas, like, you're watching like the one that you remade. It's like, oh, that's so and so from that family. Oh, right. And mm-hmm. so I just think that's another part of the mystique that you get mm-hmm. from. You never, you never recognise anyone. Although maybe I'm oversaturated then. I was like, that's Haruki Sonata from Ninja and the Dragons. Then I'm like, shut up. Okay. Who's also gonna be in Forty Seven Ronin? Keanu Reeves and Samurai. No. no. Samurai were lost before Fucking Keanu Reeves Neo. showed up. Almost uh, Neo in Japan. The most wooden word to Samurai. No, it's just they actually say, I think it's like line for line they say who a Matrix film was the only word they could say for Neo. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying Neo. No, I didn't say Neo. I heard them say Samurai Neo. <laughs> Look here, I'm going to give you this sword. It's called Neo. Takes <laughs> <laughs> a blue blue sword. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 all that's all Canada can kind of do. Mm-hmm. So, we'll just put a cap on it tonight. You think? I think we have definitely went into some thorough discussion on so Korean cinema next year because it's been that long already. <laughs> it's been no too bad. I think Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance was untouched. Then I think Andy started pouring drinks during the next episode. And I was like, oh. Fuck off. <laughs> you can't the kid. We need to drink fucking liquid to survive. This is about a three hour podcast. Exactly. We need, we need supplements. <laughs> yeah, I see. I was actually unscrewing it slowly under the table, pouring it away from the mic where I used that fucking thing. And they're like, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> <laughs> The shit is real. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not your over manufactured shits. Yeah. Our sounds... drinks don't just appear next to us. We actually pour it. This is podcast from the streets. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a servant wench bringing your fucking drinks. <laughs> Next time it's going to be live on the back of a stagecoach bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Stop Is figuring around for a minute, eh? Come on. You, eh? <laughs> oh, get the fuck. <laughs> well, well, you hear fucking, fucking music playing. <laughs> then I fucking sit you running with a hammer. I've <laughs> 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 got my fucking bottle and that's my fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably the size of a toffee bar. <laughs> 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 oh, it looks no bad size for that point. Aye, it's a bit bigger than a DVD. Mm-hmm. No, Get that through customs, like, what's in this box? Hammers! <laughs> Blueprints for guns! <laughs> Koreans! <laughs> it's like, fuck. Anyway, that is What's Korean Cinema. Uh, Thank you for the easiest of A's for joining us. Uh, and Trevor from massmovesideuk.com. Yeah, yeah. Spawn it. Spawn it. Spawn it. Aye, every Sunday, a new episode for you. Available on Stitcher, iTunes. <coughs> YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, go check us out. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. 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 Just pay us on the way out. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.